Uh-oh. Great mighty Pooh, and I'm going to throw my shit at you. A huge supply of tish comes from my chocolate starfish. How about some scat, you little twat? Do you really think you'll survive in here? You don't seem to know which creek you're in. Sweet corn is the only thing that makes it through my rear. How do you think I keep this lovely grin? Now I'm really getting rather mad or like a niggly tickly shitty little tag nut. When I've knocked you out with all my bab, I'm going to take your head and ram it off my butt. Your butt. My butt. Your butt. That's right, my butt. Ugh. My butt. Ugh. My butt. Welcome to the Red Leaf Retrocast. It is episode 14. It is December 2017. And it is Josh's pick over the theme this month. Yep. Bad the sex theme. scenes and games. So, <laughs> Not just bad sex scenes, but games with a sex scene in it. So yes, because this is a retrocast. And when you go way back, there's really just one scene per game. <laughs> Not everything can be like The Witcher 3, where every 10 minutes... Look, what I jerk off to, what I jerk off to is none of your business. I don't need you to judge me. All right? And it, it wasn't just porn games either. We could just go out and play, um, fuck, there was one game where uh, you play as a, as a naked lady who tries to catch, um, I think it's, well, it's this is guy jerking off on top of a building, and you got to catch what he drops from the building as this lady. In your Ice cream, yeah. So you guys Ice, cream? Ice cream, yeah. Second life? Funny you mention that. Yes, uh, second life. Uh, I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed in some states anymore. <laughs> Is that why you haven't visited Rhode Island yet? I'm not going to comment. My lawyer said I didn't need to. Oh no! <laughs> I like yes. to plead the fifth. <laughs> so this second should be a really fun like, cast. Second life was like the first big Sims MMO. Uh, I don't play MMO, so that's why I don't know. It was not an MMO. It was just like. A shared world shooter. Yeah, that's the term I heard the other day. By the way, who said that? Was that was that was that JD's terminology or is that you, Drew? Me. Alright, it was dumb. It's an MMO. <laughs> no, that's what Bungie says, okay? Yeah, sure, what Bungie says. I trust them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't well, know what... we got a stacked card today and a stacked cast. In our main event, Everyone's Josh here. and JD go down fighting over what's a mainstream console, a PC or a mega duck. I think uh, I think I already win. <laughs> I believe 100% of the internet is on my side. Yeah, you could do a lot of spreadsheets on that PC. Yeah. It's a gaming system, though. Mega Duck. <laughs> I believe it's the Wonder Swan that you're referencing. No, it, there's a thing called a Mega Duck. Look it up. 
Mega. No, I don't want to look it up right now. Yeah, do it later. Uh, so we got we we got a, a, a <laughs> amazing agenda I've made for once. Hooray! Yeah. We got some news. We got some broken game roundup. We got the PlayStation experience coming. We got community questions, and then on our theme over bad sex games. I'm gonna leave when we get to the theme because I'm not prepared. I'm not even wearing clothes right now. I was oh, I was making eggs and I'm in a so towel from my shower. So so that means you are prepared. That means you're just as just as prepared as everyone else. Yeah, it's a, he's gonna uh, be like, yeah, yeah go on, go, go go on about that game. What is uh, what does he do? No, I'm, so I'm probably gonna peace out now. after the news because you know y'all know me. I'm not a retro gamer. But Drew, one of the games features a reverse blowjob. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dude, we I don't bet. need to get into inside jokes on the podcast. <laughs> I, I would like to. I, I, I want to know what that means. <laughs> I will send you a picture. Oh, good. That's exactly what I hear after talking about that. <laughs> in fact, in fact, I'll just invite you to my Discord and go to the not safe for work chat. Nice. I will not do that. Don't send me it. <laughs> you can take it as well, Josh. Right there. We, for some reason, there was a guy who <laughs> frequents browsers in my Discord last night, and he, we were they were talking about competitive porn, <laughs> and he mentioned. And he mentioned this 14-year-old kid was like, that's ridiculous, there's no art to that. And then he was like, bro, have you even seen a backwards blowjob? <laughs> and the now there's fuck? a picture of a backwards blowjob in the Not Safe for Work chat, above the heavy rain nudes. I'm gonna not do any of the things you just said. I don't <laughs> I hate myself that much. Oh, Josh <laughs> is going for it. Yeah, I bet. He's <laughs> ready. <laughs> those can those Canadians get lonely up there. The moose are only so fertile. Oh, that's there. called the fruit basket. That <laughs> <laughs> somehow makes it weirder. I don't. <laughs> oh my god. I don't like. Wow. I don't like my being here anymore. I no, but being completely honest, that looks really painful, doesn't it? Of course well, it does. I mean, I mean, you're leaning over forward pretty well, so I don't think. You're, yeah, but you're that's really like on any, your dick you're not really is pulling on any major veins or tendons or anything. Not looking at this picture makes it worse because I'm just hearing you describe it. <laughs> your dick is like completely like not pointing it's, the right direction, though. <laughs> it's the fruit basket. That's all. Where where's the fruit and basket bit? Where's the fruit and basket bits of that? Like we're, let's not ask I'm questions. I'm pretty sure like it would not be possible. Okay, with so me. the fruit the fruit basket is when you tuck your dick between your legs and oh. you have like you know your nuts are the berries or the apples and your dick is the banana. That's the fruit basket, dude. I couldn't do that with my dick. I'm just saying. That's that's fine. <laughs> got you don't have to be able to do. It's got real you don't weird. To, you don't have to be able to do it. You just have to know the practicality of it. <laughs> the practicality. Oh my god. Hygiene. Interesting. Unless I'm in like competitive porn. It's perfect like for job porn. interviews. <laughs> what are some of the skills you're going to bring to the table? <laughs> you have a hot secretary I could talk to? I could show her. <laughs> uh, I could give a pretty mean fruit basket. Before I die, I about. wish to do that at a job interview. Eh, it's fine. I didn't need to know you in real life. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What are some of the games you guys have been playing? That are not on the podcast. Uh, who's going first? Just someone speaking. Me. Okay. All right. Cool. So I played everyone's favorite holiday game, Call of Duty World War Two, because it's fucking good. JD, you're a scrub. I, I listen to the modern cast. Uh, eat shit. 
It's good. Um, Suck my dick M1- more, please. Yeah, it's I will. stupid. The M1 Grand is, like, the most broken gun in all of existence, by the way. Okay, no, 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 no. Semi-autos in that game are garbage. They don't no. have enough fi- high fire rate. All the oh. uh, all the auto ARs are way better than every single semi. Nah, because I'm playing with the M1 Grand on- online. It's a guaranteed two-hit kill. It's a guaranteed two-hit kill, but it has a slower time to kill than every single automatic rifle. Fuck them. Anyway. And welcome back to the Retro Codcast. Yeah, it's uh, it's about fish. We talked about this. (laughs) We complain about COD 2, sirs. Um, World War 2. Good game. Josh, what have you been playing? Oh, fuck you. I wasn't done. (laughs) (laughs) Persona 5. Because Ooh, I got that on Black Friday. Is that when you got it? No, I got it on the PSN flash sale because it was twenty five bucks. Oh, and I don't care. Yeah, it was about that on Black Friday. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't I care if I have a disc or not anymore. Um, that game's real fucking good. But it starts off real fucked up. Uh, I don't know how into it I want to get, but uh, your gym. Don't trust me, you want to get into it. All right, so the gym teacher uh, is a pedophile. And he abuses all the kids on the volleyball team because he's like, I'm an Olympic gold medalist. I could do whatever I mean, fuck be I want. honest. If you could, would you? Wow, it's so topical. <laughs> yeah. So he uh, he's like, look, starter girl, let me bang your best friend or you ain't going to be a starter no more. And then the girl's like, nah, I don't really want to bang the gym teacher. She's like, I'm going to maybe rape the girl that I'm not going to say in the game because that's way too adult. And then the girl jumps off a building. You're like, we should fuck up the gym teacher. That's a brief summary. Um, Are any cool. of these girls and like she's game. the only person I have extreme attraction to? Um, is just a party member. Yeah, no, it's uh, Shiho is the Shiho or something Shiho? like that. Yeah, that's yeah, her that's, best friend. That's on that looks like always depressed. Yeah, well, yeah. she's getting she's getting the shit beaten out of her by a volleyball coach, and may or may not have yeah. a forceful intercourse with him. This is a weird podcast. Uh, well, <laughs> it is the sex podcast, so that, I guess that it works. Sexy. They're getting demonetized as fuck. Um, what else have I played? I've been playing a lot of. Brought to us by David Steve. Do we even yeah. get monetized? Yeah, no. Know. All right. So, uh, Wild Arms. I've been playing that in Vita. You know, with the old PS One RPG. Getting them Game Wild Arms movie. going. Yeah. That's the uh, that's the more or less side-scrolling action game, kind of in a pseudo two D three D. About a minor, correct? Zero two D in that game, actually. Actually, overall, we should keep a tally of this podcast on who can make the most successful euphemisms the most. Yeah, so uh, okay. you take your long throbbing rod and you stab monsters into anyway. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the overlord. Uh, over- Jeez. <laughs> yes, it's a good RPG. Um, the story's kind of all over the place, but it's it's good. Played on PSN. It's worth the play. It's like a good mix of two D and three D stuff. I like it. That's pretty much it. Oh, paper toss on my phone up on break at work. You know, you flick, flick paper ball through a garbage basket. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm weird. Josh, what have you been playing? Uh, well, I'm doing my yearly run-through of Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time. Nice, um, nice. I'm in Persona 5. I finally got it back from letting Alec borrow it all this time. Uh, I finally played my first, like, three games of Fortnite. On yeah, PC, oh boy, <laughs> dude, I'll play and, with you. Uh, it was it was really Metal. sweet. It was really awesome because um, I had played PUBG before already, and the people I was playing with, they had already played a few games. Um, so because I actually have a broken finger on my left hand, I can't actually use my keyboard properly, so I had to hook up a controller. So it's that's been an adjustment that way. But I was trying to. Were you trying a new sex position? Is this how the finger got broken? Yes. 
Yeah, well, what happened was I was putting my finger in my asshole when I was in the shower and I stood up <laughs> straight too fast. That is where your prostate is. I use a detached yep. pen to use that, all right? I, I should have known better. Uh, or what is a detached, detached pen? pen? <laughs> like, or just what is like it? a cucumber. What's a detached pen? <laughs> <laughs> Aren't all pens pretty portable? <laughs> When you, uh, you take the pen out of the pen and then just use the detached part of the pen to just, like, anal fuck yourself. Man, I don't fucking want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we have uh, your mom on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> so, I was playing Fortnite and this person was yelling at me because I don't know, like, I didn't know Slurp Juice is basically energy drinks. I neither. Thanks for letting me know. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, not, but Okay. What do you mean it's not? It's just no, shield. The question is, is it salty or sour? Is it? It's just a shield, it dude. Depends. It depends. Actually, it's really funny because the people I play with, they call them cummies. So oh, I good imagine God. they're pretty salty. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Um, so this person's yelling at me because I'm learning the controls, but I've she's the, she's this person's dead, and she's yelling at me. I was like, the fuck are you yelling at me for? I don't know how to play the game. I've already killed five fucking people, and I'm struggling to learn how to crouch over here. But you just have to press one <laughs> so, button. Yeah, but it's, I'm playing with a controller on the computer, so I'm learning. Yeah, same controls as console. Just press the right button. So you're playing like a normal person because keyboards are for taxis. Oh, hey, you know what's you know what's you great about Fortnite? Like you know what's great about Fortnite? <laughs> I can play with my Xbox and my PC friends in the same game. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. And I'm better than all play. of them. So there's Fortnite, Persona Five, Majora's Mask, Ocarina of Time, and Final Fantasy Thirteen. Oh, and I have this word cross game on my, uh, or this crossword game on my phone, too. I am I'm a playing. fan of going back and watching your Final Fantasy thirteen playthroughs when you put them up. Yeah, when I get around to putting them up. They're quite entertaining, but you're, like, three weeks behind. <laughs> yeah, I'm very, very, yeah, I'm very far back. Don't worry, yeah. I'm probably gonna do some streaming tomorrow. Well, I've been focusing on, uh, Pokemon Ultra Moon. Is it any different than actual Moon? It's Ultra. Uh... It's Ultra. Everybody it's Ultra. Giant so there. Yeah. I mean, no, and so I'm, they great. have Mega Evolutions back. I know that they have like a Fuck new basic story. They have they're better than Z moves. Um, I just I, I got Pokemon got way too weird and like Gen Seven was by like I I think I had enough. No no no. This is this is definitely the Pokemon. It's 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 clearly uh, Nintendo's last hurrah before they bring Pokemon to the Switch because they went all out for this game. If you haven't played, if you haven't played the last few generations. This is definitely one to get you back into Pokemon. No, I, did, I played the last few, but like Sun and Moon was like, why is Vulpix an Ice type? Why does Dugtrio have flowing blonde locks? I know, right? I didn't well, even finish that game. Yeah, I, I got to like the third trial. I was like, this is a little too. Weird. I'm sorry you feel that way because I'm the total opposite. I really like seeing a lot of these old Pokemon with these new attributes because now I can have two Sandrews on my team. <laughs> It's just, I don't know, it got too weird. I liked X and Y, and, like, that was, like, to me, that was fine. I did not like X and Y. Yeah. I I absolutely adored Alpha, Sapphire, and Omega Ruby, though. I thought those were possibly the best Pokemon games to date. The only thing I hated in in Sun and Moon, I think it was Sun and Moon, was, like, when they kept calling for help. (laughs) And, like, I was in a battle for 20 minutes against a Rattata, and I'm like, Hey, stop calling your friends. I don't give a fuck. Like. Yeah, people have exploited. So the they call it, yeah. There's this whole call for help thing in in Ultra Moon and Sun that uh, if you don't kill the one that was called or the one that does the calling, mm-hmm. 
uh, they just keep coming. So people have found ways to exploit the base stats of of leveling up your Pokemon by by doing that and hooking up items so you can say say that you have what I've done, a Sandshrew that has shitty special defensive stats. You just exploit that and now you have a freaking awesome Sandshrew <laughs> that has no weaknesses, essentially. That game's weird. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of math involved these days, apparently, with Pokemon, but yeah, anyways. Fuck that metagame. Because now they I just have, tell also, you if it's effective or not effective. Yeah, they just, yeah, they, I, I, I kind of like that, though, because there's so many types now. My favorite way to play Pokemon is to ignore all stats and go, I like the way Sandslash looks, because he's got cool hair. Yeah, me too. That's, that's, that's it. Hey, I kind of need a fire type. Let's go get one. I like Slugma, because he's a shug. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you think. Got a good opinion today, Kevin. He's dripping slug stuff. I like lick a tongue because it's got a real big tongue. <laughs> yeah, I know what you use that for. Sex podcast, am I right? <laughs> I'm just trying uh, to stay on right, theme. Alright, so let's, uh, let's, let's just get in the news. What do you say, guys? Yeah, sure. sure what about me? Alright. What about me? Oh, yeah. So, truth in playing Call of Duty and Destiny. We got it. No, I haven't been playing either of those, actually. Well, never mind. I lied. So okay, I got I got an article from WCC. Wait, you didn't even F-Tech. ask Drew what he's playing. <laughs> I know what Drew's playing. He's playing Call of Duty. I'm not. I swear. <laughs> Drew, 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 Drew. What? What you, what you um, Well, there's this flash game on this site called Triple X Games. It's called Life oh, with God. a College Student. <laughs> it's called Life with a College Student, and I've got a really successful job. I'm making good amount of money, but she still won't suck my dick. <laughs> Oh, tell no. her, tell her you'll saying. give her a fruit basket. And show that, I've been playing Call of Duty Black Ops 3 a lot, actually. Oh, oh, fuck me. Gee, Sorry. what did I say? <laughs> no, fuck. and then uh, I also have been playing... What's the name of that game? It's not... Uh, I've been playing a, I've been playing Worms by myself. Yeah, I always play uh, Worms. <laughs> um, I've been playing Skyrim on the Switch for the first time ever. It's my first time playing really? Skyrim. Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah, it, it I got is. a friend playing it in VR. Good, good for you. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> and I've also been playing Call of Duty World Fuck War Skyrim. 2 a bit. Not as much, but oh. I'm getting back into it. So Call we... of Duty Shooter Man? <laughs> well, actually, oh, shit. I'm answering the Call of Duty. Do you have no honor, JD? Uh, no, for, uh, I mean, for honor like was poop, a bad If game. you like pooping that much, then go for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, into the news. <laughs> Guys, suck. So from from the uh, from the Blotter and Cast, we were talking about Destiny 2's uh, DLC that blocks out regular content. Well, Bungie released la- later this week, earlier this week, that they retract their must-have DLC paywall because they got fucking caught. Well, I believe they got caught, but I've heard the other excuse of like, "Hey guys, look, we're we're developers. We're not trophy hunters. We don't." We're sorry, but I don't believe that shit. I don't believe in achievements and trophies all that much either, but some people do. Yeah. Actually, a lot of gamers do, especially Xbox owners. <laughs> well, those people can be crazy. That's fine. Uh, so what what it does, what, what it did before was it, without buying the DLC, you couldn't access the prestige Leviathan Raid, Nightfall, and Trails of the Nine, and with, or with retracting this, now you have access to those again. As you should, should, (laughs) when you buy the game, you had it before. And as 
I, I, I re-looked this up, Drew, so I'd understand it more. Gotcha. They brought the power level back down to 300. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. they are, they, they, I don't know if they've released, released the patch yet, but that's the plan. So good on Destiny, but, uh, fuck, Bungie got caught in their assholes. What was See, the, um, the deal with that overpowered weapon that they put out, too? Are you talking know. about the uh, the multi tool? I don't know. It shot like crazy lasers, and then they were like, "Oh fuck, this is broken," and they're like, "Yeah, <laughs> we'll fix it later." That's every gun in Destiny. <laughs> All right, good. Every gun in Destiny. Destiny Two sounds like a cool game. It's fun. Mm. I'm yeah, not a huge. Fantastic. I'm not huge into the competitive and multiplayer side, but like as far as the world exploration and the RPG elements go, I mean, I'll do Trials of Osiris. I liked it better when it was three v three, but like competitive, I, I just it's not my thing in Destiny. PvP is where it's at. Unless game. they do a big esports overhaul and actually make it work out, because it needs. I don't see that. I don't see them doing that. Well, no, it makes that's so what much they said. That's already. what they want to push. They said that's what they want to push with this game is esports. Mm, I don't know if that's going to work. <laughs> e-sports. I mean, it could. It's an Activision <laughs> title. It, it, it's Bungie. They have a deal where they can get into MLG. Like it's possible, and they know they can make money off of it. So I'm willing to bet it's in the works. It is the second most. The second most. Uh, sold game in yep. 2017, but Call of Duty passed that up as it does. Yep. As expected. Yeah, that, that Call of Duty is for the ninth year in a row the most sold game in, in the world. Um, so FIFA and EA, well, what was the first EA Call is of just Duty pissed game off. They did that. Uh, Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare. It was COD 4? Yeah. None yeah. of the other COD games did that. Okay. Since then. Yeah, they were all like... They were just another World War II shooter huh. before that. Well, no, Call... They were another World War II shooter, but they were getting a lot of steam. You know? Yeah, steam. Battlefield is going back to World War II as well. That news came out. Uh, uh no. I thought they were doing Bad Company 3. No, that's a false Company rumor. 3. Okay. It's 1943, right? Believe so. Uh, so let's see here. On December 9th through the 12th, the Monster Hunter World Beta came out for PlayStation Plus owners. Oh, yeah. So even though this game's coming out on all consoles except Nintendo, uh, it was only available for PlayStation Plus owners, and I played it. It was a lot of fun. Um, there was three hunts on three different difficulties. First hunt really gets you into a lot of the controls and what Monster Hunter is. It's very intuitive. Now, if you go above and beyond that, so if you play the medium and uh, expert difficulties, that's when the game gets a little crazy. <laughs> Meaning? There is a slew of shit in the menu that you just don't really know what to do. You kind of have to figure everything out on your own. Uh, so it's like my experience playing Call of Duty without any tutorial of what the controls do. You're just like, I don't know what to do. It's every shooter <laughs> ever has those controls. That's what I said, but then I realized I can't really say that because he doesn't play any shooters at all. Well, he and then be I realized that's fine. Then I realized I was like, "Holy shit!" There's no <laughs> tutorial. The last Call of Duty game that had a tutorial. Well, no, because that's Advanced well, Warfare, I think. Well, because then the, the other fucking complaint for it was like, "Oh my god, yes, I know how to walk. I know how to look around. I know how to crap. Make up your mind." That's everyone like like just likes to shit on Call of Duty no matter what they do. I'm gonna I'm gonna they say they should have an optional skippable tutorial. Yeah, it's like JD didn't know how to throw a grenade. He didn't know how to go prone. Like, yeah, but the joke, but you know what I'm saying? Like the joke, everyone goes like, "Oh my god, yes, the triggers shoot, yes, crouch." Do I have to do this tutorial? And then when you don't have it, people are like, "How the fuck do I function?" 
No, like, uh, I don't, because I've never even thought about it, because I know how to play the game in my sleep. The option to skip a tutorial should be there. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm agreeing with that, but it's just like, you know, yeah. some people are just never happy, JD. Well, did you guys get to play the Monster Hunter World beta at all? I did not, and I'm sad. I'm sad, too, because I ran out of PlayStation Plus, and I didn't have enough room on my PlayStation to play it. Ah, well then you will be happy to hear that there will be another beta run on December 22nd to the 26th for all PlayStation owners. You don't need a plus subscription. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Oh. I think. That is that's awesome and all, but I, it still doesn't change the fact that I don't have enough room on my PlayStation to download it. Delete some <laughs> shitty FIFA game. And I, don't NHL. Even play, I don't even play FIFA or NHL. All right, or delete Madden. your Pro Evolution Soccer, whatever, hipster. And just <laughs> fucking... <laughs> For the record, the, uh, the beta downloads only about five And games. I downloaded the beta, but I still didn't play it. Well, see, you're just the worst person. Nice. <laughs> you've, del- you've deliberately just made me sad. <laughs> I'm the hipster. Well, in, in my in my experience in playing it, it was it's well worth checking out, especially if you either haven't played a Monster Hunter in a long time, uh, like myself, or you've oh. never played a Monster Hunter game. Uh, this is definitely. I'm definitely getting a lot of the vibes from what I play, from especially after what I played, that this is a very good entry-level game, as well as a game made for seasoned Monster Hunter f- people. Uh, I w- got to play online with a couple other people, and um, the weapons are a ton of fun. The monsters are incredible to fight. The gameplay was quite smooth from what I experienced. And I did have a, l- a lot of issues with the map, just constantly getting turned around and getting lost, but I think that's just because I didn't play as long as other people. Uh, one very awesome thing I must commend the game for doing was when you're fighting a monster, what it what it could possibly what could possibly happen is the monster will you know run around the map trying to escape you if you're kicking the shit out of it. So if it gets to a certain area and there's another monster that kind of has that territory, they'll start fighting. Hell yeah! So on the medium hunt, medium level hunt, you're fighting this rock dinosaur thing, right? And it escapes to the swamp area. Uh, in this one particular area of a swamp, there's like this giant leech creature. So you're in the middle of fighting this thing, then all of a sudden it'll pop out of the swamp and leech around the giant dinosaur, and they'll start duking it out. Pop like it's so pimple. cool. So I highly recommend it for everybody uh, to at least check it out on December 22nd. I've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter clones instead of Monster Hunter lately. Oh, come. Tukadin, Freedom Wars. Freedom, I love Freedom Wars. I love Freedom Wars. Freedom Wars is the fuck is Freedom Wars? It's a game Freedom about Wars being a, a sweet Vita game. <laughs> yeah, it's about being a prisoner. And being born is essentially a crime, and your whole life you have to work off your debt to society. But it's also like on a leaderboard Venus. where you're working off a debt is like your region. Yes. Against other regions, and it's like third-person shooter, action game, adventure, RPG, some monsters you fuck up, there's some dudes that get trapped in bubbles, it's fun. Like, walking with your left foot instead of your right foot is another 10,000 years on your sentence. Yeah, yeah, Josh, the game starts out where you're in the cell, and it makes, it, it kind of makes you get up from <laughs> your bed and walk around the cell, then it goes, you, you weren't allowed to uh, walk around your cell, so that's an extra thousand years on your sentence. Like you legit have to earn that. Like, you... you, the, There's the whole, like, area, the prison, and you have to earn as, as much as you can do. Like, at the beginning, you're not allowed to get out of your bed. Because the world's super overpopulated, that's why. Yeah. 
So it's a really yeah. cool game. It's yeah. my favorite Vita game for sure. It would be awesome if they got a, like a full scale remaster on the PlayStation Four, like they did a Gravity uh, Gravity Rush. Dude, screw that! Just make a sequel. That's true. No, no, no it, it deserves to be on a system yeah. people have. I love yeah, my I'm Vita, just, but you know, I'm just surprised I have three people that I'm talking to that actually have a Vita. <laughs> Vita's way better than a look. I was a Vita shit talker for the longest time, but it's way better than a 3ds. I, I never don't even have a 3ds either. So I was just like, I'm, a, I'm gonna get a Vita. <laughs> oh, I, I wouldn't mind playing Hotline Miami on the plane. You know, like, Hotline you Miami know. is the, the LA cops. Fucking. I wish a, I wish a lot of these indie games that are coming out, especially the ones that came out in 2017 on Steam, would make it to the Vita or the Switch. Most of them make it to the Vita. Well, I'm excited now because the the fact that the Switch did so good means Sony is now doing uh, research on a potential another handheld. False. They've confirmed, unfortunately, I read the other week, that they were like, nah, we tried. And then the X-Boy yeah. might be coming soon. Uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, because Xbox really got the console market going anyways. Oh, they're not damn. doing a bad job. They, they're, they're, uh, I, have, I have data that says otherwise. They are definitely so. doing a job. <laughs> uh, on to the broken game roundup. So this is this will be fun. Ukulele finally came out for the Switch. Oh really? Uh, it and did. it was way more expensive than any other platform. What? <laughs> it always also is. true. Also oh, true. All Nintendo even games are more expensive. Yeah, even though it's twenty dollars max on the other consoles, it is about a forty dollar game. As it should be on, on, on Nintendo Tax. On Nintendo. Nintendo Tax. Uh, it fixed. It fixed a quite a few flaws that the base game had. However, the three main issues that people had with the game, excuse me, are still there. So you're still across all of the levels and there's just masses of wasteland. You still have to purchase all of uh, their moves with the collect with the items you have to collect throughout each level. So you're going through this wasteland needlessly not being able to access areas because you don't have the moves that you have to buy. It's like a metaphor for life. Yeah, really, right? Yeah. And then the controls are still pretty floaty. Shit just got deep. Yeah. So my question to you guys is, how does this stack up compared to the other nostalgia-filled titles that came out this year, such as Hat in Time, Little Nightmares, and Hollow Knight? Well, judging by the fact that I played none of them, uh, I don't know, it looks fine to me. I'm still not that old, so... Ukulele just had a lot of emptiness and a lot of unlocking. At least they didn't have to hide shit behind DLCs and fucking microtransactions. Look, you want to know what else had a lot of walking as much as I love the game? Josh, Josh being positive, no. I like that. No. You know what else had a lot of walking but people lost their shit? Breath of the Wild. I said it. That world was full of nothing. That's a lie. That world was full of everything. It was full of shrines, and between shrines there was a whole lot of nothing. And guess where every fucking shrine was? You could fucking drop In the middle of nowhere. You could drop a weapon and you would find a shrine. Uh, and they had one shrine in the middle of the ocean. Ooh, big deal. Ooh. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I would, the thing that makes Breath of the Wild amazing it? is the fact that the entire world is co- constantly full of something to do. It's it, you, you. You both. I both agree with what you're saying, Kevin. I. I, I both agree. After with about once, I started unlocking shrines. I found myself just fast traveling constantly. Yeah, I, I just I had no motivation to like walk the overworld. And I don't yeah, like until you've gotten like all the shrines done, then again. you're like, oh, what do I do now? I gotta find all the secret stuff. Now, once I got thirteen I parts, I got that zero master sword. interest in, <laughs> in 
I had zero interest in finding all those shrines. Yeah, I beat the, I beat the game and put it down. Yeah, I'm not going back. Then I heard the DLC kind of sucked. It was just more shrines. That's all I might do hero mode again, like play it in hero mode, but uh, it's still a good uh, game. Don't let me let me clarify that. Right? I'm gonna wait till it's the DLC it. gets on sale. But like, it's don't get me wrong. <laughs> Nintendo in a sale? What are you Nintendo talking about? Nintendo sale? Yeah, they have a, they have a Christmas sale right now. Yeah, you could get a dollar off, like you know, nothing. Dude, the fucking the um, Twilight Princess is still sixty bucks for the Wii. Hey, that game definitely because that game was like really, really good for the Wii. Drew for the Wii. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. They didn't make that many copies on the Wii. That's two generations back. They need so many copies on the Wii. Never mind. Never mind. I was about to say, Drew, dude, Chrono Trigger on the Nintendo DS Lite is still like seventy dollars. So. Well, that's because everyone realized, hey, Chrono Trigger came out on DS. Why don't we pay the Super Nintendo one for guys? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> one guy knew, and they were like, why the fuck did you tell me? <laughs> Have you guys played uh, Hat in Time, Little Nightmares, or Hollow Knight this year, by any uh, chance? I wanted to play I think little I played nightmares. some Little Nightmares, yeah. No, no, and no. Alright. No. No. I'm going to be honest with you, I've never heard of Hollow Knight. Ever. <laughs> I Neither did. have I. Uh, have you heard of Ori and the Blind Forest? Or- yeah, Ori! I, it's Ori, not it's Ori. Ori yeah, in Blind Forest might be my favorite game ever. I love Cherry in the in the Death Forest, yeah. Oh my Hollow Knight is very much in the realm of that kind of gameplay. But play. it's not as good as Ori in the Blind Forest, because it's a better game. Ah, well, it got as good reviews as the game. So. Yeah, Just because well, the yeah, game got better. as good reviews doesn't mean it has good Everyone knows reviews yeah. are, are solid, man. Yeah. Reviews mean the world. And out of, I mean, out of those three podcast. games I named, Escape Dead Island got like a 2 on IGN, and I think it's like the best game ever. Hey, man, look, IGN said Doom on the Switch was better than Doom on everything else because portable, yo. And that's true. That's not how the world works. It runs worse. <laughs> it runs objectively worse, and they were like, nah, portable, though. It doesn't it matter. Po- it's portable. Give it a point and a half bonus. Fuck you. Listen, if mm. IGN said it, it's got to be true. Yeah, exactly. there, was a, there was a lot of water now, Sapphire. I can't lie. Oh, man. All right, moving on. <laughs> oh, God. So... Player Unknown's Battleground came out on the Xbox. Dude, this this broken. game this game reminds me of like when I was young and I used to play Call of Duty on the DS because I wasn't allowed to play it on the console. Hold on. <laughs> and it, you were just like be laying on the bridge and you just see like a JPEG of a helicopter fly across the screen and somebody just like yells and like eight bit sounds. DS? Dude, go go play it. It's amazing. Who, they have who Call hurt of Duty you, on the Drew? DS. Who hurt you? <laughs> Dude, it is the coolest thing because it is legit, like, just, like, cardboard cut out. Like, they don't even get the rims of the white Google images they took out. (laughs) Cut out. It's just this, like, shaking JPEG of a helicopter flying across the screen. Nice. Sad part is, I've watched people play it. It's pretty cool. It's awesome, dude. The freaking Call of Duty DS games are the best. Okay, well, now we're getting crazy. You gotta play in the Wii. No, the DS was really true. precise because the stylus skills, you know. Oh, Player yeah. Unknown's Battlegrounds. It, you know, it's early access still. Thank you. No. It's, it's early access. It's not even out as a full game yet. You know, it's still in the, in the early access program with Xbox. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, oh it's a good skeleton, but you know, there's, there's usually gun skills. There's no so aim assist, and they really need to find a way to add aim assist for the console game because you know your casual community will not be able to pick that game up at all. They should also find a way to like finish the fucking game before porting it to console right. and phones. It need you can't run it on a regular Xbox One. The game's too big. You either need to 
smash the graphics in the world size and the rendering, that game needs to run at 60 frames. Or that game could just, like, scale it down to 50 and, like, make it work. Listen, Kevin, (laughs) the way it runs on the Xbox is the same way it runs on PC. It runs like shit. That's why it's still early access. (laughs) (laughs) It's just on PC, it's pretty, it's 60 frames, and and it's more consistent. But here's the thing, anything in early access you should not pay money for, because it's not done. You're buying a promise. One day, that dude could just be like, you know what, fuck it, this game's staying how it is, I got my money, eat shit. Based on that that company's history, they'll never finish the game. They'll just keep releasing more shit and not fix anything. (laughs) Well, that being said, the new desert map's out, it's kind of fucking awesome. Oh, so it's not done, but they put new maps out? Yeah, well, I think PC they, first because like, it came out on yeah. PC first. Well, no, it's not even on PC yet. It's only in the test servers. Well, either way, it's going to be on PC first, right. and then a Isn't few the months whole later, game a test Xbox. server? No, there's, there's the game, and then there's the <laughs> test server of the game. But but it's an early access, so it's all a test. Well, no, this you know, is the you test of the test. You got to test of the test because like H1 still has a test server. Most of the big battle royale games do, just because they don't want to throw stuff directly into the game. You know, because oh, it could be unbalanced. They, they like they put it into the test server so they can test it like um, mantling. You know, they added it to the test server. What's so mantling? people... Mantling is so where you can, like, this, jump over a fence. So I got this quote from metro.co.uk uh, <laughs> from the guy who covered the game. It has one map that it, that it is a patently unfinished game that suffers from the sort of technical problems and graphical limitations of the game in its very earliest days. PUBG on Xbox One is, quite frankly, a mess. It's deeply ironic that as Microsoft promotes the world's most pow- powerful console in the Xbox One X... The format's most important exclusive looks like it's half bro- looks like a half broken PC demo from the mid two thousands. Yeah, <laughs> you should finish your game, guys. Well, I think this is unacceptable. I, I, yeah, but there is still like there's a lot of cases where it runs just fine. But we yeah. only hear a lot more about the negative reviews than the positive. It's ones. just inconsistent. That's the issue. I've um, heard the game's still fun. Like, oh, it's, it's awesome. Ton, tons of fun. That's you know I, those games are broken. The bugs are fun sometimes. You know the randomness the is issue, fun. But the, the only issue I have is, is the really aiming. The aiming. Yeah, despite is a pain despite in the ass. all the negative news that's coming out about it, it's still selling like crazy. Well, that's the fucking world's most played game 2017 for a reason. Yeah. What does it got? Like 25 million copies? I read. So <laughs> no way, it's up there. It's I think it's more. Yeah, I was gonna say I think it might be a bit more. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm just adamant that like if something is not done, you should not pay money for it. I am in I am in agreement with you, Kevin. Yeah. Well, basically, well, early access like starter though. Essentially, a early early yeah. access is just this fancy word of saying it's a demo. Yeah, yeah or a Kickstarter. You know. So what? So what happens when the game is done? Do you have to pay for but it? But this again? is a full purchase game. No, yeah, it's I, a console uh, here, exclusive. Look back at Minecraft, for instance. It's not a you full know, purchase it was, game. It only cost. It was early access. And it was going, and it was going. People bought it and played it, and then it finally released. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, but that was one guy who got a bunch of money to finish the game. His goal was finishing the game. Yeah. This company has a history of not finishing their games. Not only that, like so Minecraft I enjoy actually, the game I've played so far. So oh, I'm sure it's fine. But Minecraft, like they actually, uh, you know, fixed the game as they went along. This seems like they have made minimal improvements, if any, that's with every not, update. That's not true. They make yeah. well. I mean, they don't fix every issue, but they have weekly patches every fucking like Tuesday. Yep. But for the console release, they went backwards. They didn't go well, forward. That's, well, it's a that's, new architecture to work with. That yeah, I, I get that, but it's... I don't know. I, I, I'm... Dude, we have to face the fact that everything that comes on the console is just not going to be as good as it is on the PC. That's all I'm saying. Hold on, Arkham Knight. Well, especially if we're looking at Arkham Knight. I wouldn't say that. Hold on there, I would. I wouldn't say that. 
but a game like Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, how do you make that game work on console? Just like the game mechanics, the way it runs, like scale it down to fifty. Yeah, but yeah. Kevin answered that earlier. Why are you yeah. gonna? Why are you gonna limit? Still, well, then here's my question. It's it's a game built for the casual community mostly, right? You no. Can, there's no aim assist on the console. <laughs> the casual community there's, just gets destroyed. There's no aim assist on the PC either. Exactly, That's but you got PC a mouse. you don't need aim assist because you have a mouse. Especially for casual community controller, you kind of need. I think you can hook assist. up a mouse to your Xbox One. No, nah, you can't. You can hook up a keyboard. Uh, well, that's dumb. Well, because they they wanted to do that for that reason. Like, if you put a mouse up, you're gonna fuck everyone up. Yeah. My first game of Xbox Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, I won easily because nobody could shoot me. Well, that's people like were just with, uh, pepper bullets that, around me. That's like when I had my Xbox One. I bought Rocket League when it came out. I just dummied everyone because I was already playing it on the PS4 and the X or the PC. Well, yeah, yeah, but, like, no, there's a lot of people who have been playing for a while. It's just impossible to aim with a controller. I'm lucky because I still primarily primarily play console, so I'm really good with the controller. These guys don't know what they're doing. There's no aim assist. They can't hit a bullet. Even in gunfights that I take, at long-range ones, it's just almost impossible to hit a bullet on a controller. See, I'm more of a Fortnite guy. I prefer Fortnite for console. I think it's really fun, it's yeah. really well made, and it works I would agree. I don't even like PUBG, but I would agree that Fortnite is a much more fun experience. Anyways. I prefer so. Fortnite over PUBG anyway. Yo, <laughs> Team Fortnite. Both. We, gotta, we gotta move along, guys. So, now that, now that PUBG is a console exclusive on the Xbox, because it feels like for forever now. since for Xbox now. has released a console exclusive. I just wanna, uh, with the I just holidays coming out. up. I just want to point out before we carry on that it's coming to PS4 soon, sometime next year. So it's not Xbox exclusive. Is it? it just came yeah, it's, a, it's yeah. only it's a, a timed t- exclusive. Absolutely, yeah. they just won't tell you that. It means we'll get the game when it's fixed. Exactly. <laughs> just like Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yep. yep. Anyways, wow. carry on, JD. So with the holidays coming up, uh, I, I'm I'm an adamant anti Xbox f- person, but I will answer this question I will, immediately. I will. I do <laughs> have. I do have a question for everybody, especially with the holidays. Uh, name five must-have Xbox One games to justify an Xbox One <laughs> holiday purchase. Ori and the Blind Forest, hey. Sunset Overdrive, okay. yeah. yep. Um, yep. Dead Rising, three no. or four. Hold on, I'm just okay. naming. It's Kevin's yeah. list, so this is what yeah. Kevin... Let's let's assume that none of us have an Xbox One. Okay. <laughs> he, what five games he would get That's to fair. justify the purchase. What, what, what so we name three. Sunset, Dead Rising, what was the other one I, na- I noted? Ori. 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 Um... Hold up, uh, hold up, I have two more, give me a second. Don't fuck, don't fuck with me. I had two good ones, fuck, now I've lost them. Oh, uh, Gears, if you care, and Rare Replay. Nice. Yeah, fair oh, enough. and Halo. Yeah. Well, that was six, but alright. Yeah, well, <laughs> Rare, Rare Replay's 30, so. Rare, Rare Replay comes with the Xbox, so. It does? Yeah. So, there you go, uh, now you got six. On the well, there you go, good job. Well, depending on the bundle, yeah, you're right. 36 games you can play right away. <laughs> And then five, uh, you gotta Drew? download. Um, he go go with him first. I want to hear his uh, thoughts. Josh. Yeah. Uh, well, I would say uh, Destiny Two. Oh uh, wait, exclusives. Is it? They don't have to be exclusive. Oh, it's I thought you said exclusives. Fuck. No. Oh, oh, why wouldn't it be exclusives? Because why wouldn't you just get a PS4 for Destiny Two so you get the DLC exclusivity? Or PC? I mean, because you can yeah. play them both. Yeah. Um. Go with well, exclusives. Go with exclusives. Let's, assu- let, let, let's oh, also man. assume that you don't have a single console. Scrub. Oh, fuck. I don't know. I haven't followed Xbox, to be honest. So I'm just kind of just going off the games that I would I would get. Well, that's that's the point. That's the question I'm asking. But the question, the answers I'm giving you aren't exclusives. <laughs> they don't have to be. Okay. Josh, so, do what your heart tells you. 
Okay, my heart tells me to not buy the Xbox. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, Destiny, uh, Guitar Hero World, tu- is it World Tour? What? No, not World Tour. <laughs> What's the new one? <laughs> Listen, all right, Jesus, you're fucking ass. Dude, I can get that game on my Apple TV, Jesus. Oh Whatever my god. <laughs> um, the Guitar Hero, uh, pfft. South Park, Gears of War, um, PUBG? Uh, yeah, I guess PUBG. Fortnite. Okay, true. All right. Where do you want me to go? <clears throat> I can... Oh, yeah, why don't you go? Why don't you go? So, I thought, uh, you know, I, I as, from my perspective, I have all the consoles, so I wanted something that would emulate what Xbox is. So, I went Titanfall 2, Forza Horizon 3, Gears of War 4, Sunset Overdrive. Thank you, Kevin. Thank <laughs> And then I would do what I would call a Steam stack. So a lot of the games on Steam that I'd like to play on console. So I'd get like uh, Little Nightmares, Hollow Knight, Cuphead, those kind of games. Oh shit, forgot about Cuphead. Dude, you're forgetting about Kung Fu Connect. (laughs) Uh, Oh wait, plot twist, I have one more additive. Sure. Backwards compatible games. Yep. My thought is, you know, there's so much more games to play on the Xbox. Yeah. Or make your argument against that because I can say with the Xbox One because of their first party focus we have more first party games than the PlayStation 4 we have all the third party games and we have all the backwards compatible games and all the empty Steam games that come from Steam to I'm not console. sure that's a true it's fact not, that you're spouting there it's not or totally we could true all just, or we could all just play the games on the PC and have everything Josh you could be wrong over there go go <laughs> I don't see Uncharted on your Xbox. Wait, Oxenfree is an exclusive to Xbox? I don't, no, it's I don't know on the is. fucking Switch. No, no, to, uh, for, oh, well, <laughs> I guess Switch is a console. Uh, sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> Phantom got... Dust is exclusive to, uh... What the hell is uh, Phantom Dust? Oh my is. lord, dude. So, speaking of Nintendo... I get uh, to answer the question! You did answer no, it. No, I didn't! You guys keep going without me! <laughs> It's like the third question I haven't answered. (laughs) The love of God. I'm right here. Go ahead, my child. Okay, Ori in the Blind Forest. (laughs) Must play. Wait, am I allowed to go with upcoming games as well? Do it. No. I say yes. No, because it's justifying the holiday purchase, so you're getting these games As long as it comes out before Christmas. Um, hmm. What if he celebrates Here's my thing. We're trying to... We're trying to rationalize getting the Xbox and games coming out soon can rationalize that as well. And I've played some of these games. So the kid, if you're a kid and you get an Xbox for Christmas, you don't want an IOU. Can't wait for these games to come out. <laughs> Unless your uncle works at GameStop. He's like, but you can pre-order them today. Little Jimmy. Exactly. What, what, but what if I also already played these games? I need my fucking numbers, kid. Okay. I'm just saying. So we got Ori. We got, um, fucking sunset overdrive. I'm going to overwrite your guys' rule, and say Sea of Thieves. Nice. Um, Give them the business. I'm going to group Halo 5 and Halo MCC together. Okay. I'm not a Halo huge... Halo Wars 2. No, I'm not a huge Gears fan. Gears fan. So, Gears uh, fan. Gears fan, man. Good Gears. So my fifth would probably be... Hmm. Perfect Dark Zero. Nice. Uh, that's not a bad one. Xbox Fitness. What? <laughs> really? No. Okay. Uh, the Wii Park is ex- no. The Switch exists now. Fuck. 
Viva <laughs> La Pinata. There's so many games on here that were exclusives, and now the, the Switch exists. Get whatever you want, man. It's your holiday purchase. It's true. Um, Terraria. I could say the it's next Stardew Valley. Who cares? The next, the next Ori in the Blind Forest game. I'm excited for that. Uh, but no, I would not justify my Xbox with that. I would do Ori it the with. Death uh, I mean, yeah, we're in Kung Fu for Connects really good. Um, what? What's, what is that? It's, it's a it's a Kung Fu game. Connects. It's kind of cool. You feel like a ninja and shit. Oh, yeah. Flame in the Flood. That, that, what? That's that's a good one. The Flame in the Flood. I'm not familiar with that game. What's that? Oh, that's... I, I'll link you that. That's kind of a survival really good... It's a good one. It's kind of hard to explain. But because neither... None of you guys know what that is. I'll say Horz... Hor- oh, shit. Forza Horizon 2. How the fuck none of us named Cuphead except one person? Because I, I didn't know... I didn't like, know Cuphead was out on console. I thought it was PC only. Oh, that's fair. Well, it didn't have a... It didn't have a physical release. It's digital only. Well, either way. Yeah. Like, okay, so we I'll mentioned Nintendo earlier, Steam. and statistics have come out. The numbers are out. Uh, Nintendo has beat Xbox since, since March every month by about 400,000 units sold per month. And Sony is above Nintendo by the same margin. So now the question is, will Nintendo pass up Xbox in 2018? Uh, yes. I, I want to say yes, but here's the thing. I, I really, and I'm not saying this because I like to poke fun at Nintendo, but like, I feel like they blew their load. Like, I don't. Nintendo? Yeah. Like, what else? What's coming up in 2018 that you're like, yeah, I gotta Kirby, have that right now. Yoshi. Yeah. Probably. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of good Nintendo. A lot of good history. announcements. Potentially. Gonna probably this year announce the new Pokemon game. They'll probably announce something related to Smash Bros. Star. I think what they're going to do is, they're, yeah, they're going to go soft Star with Fox. these games. Maybe release a, a good summer one and then a good fall one. But at the I, I, end of the year, they're going to drop all these huge announcements to try and keep I, everybody hyped. I want to believe so you, but like... To, to give you guys a little bit of perspective, Nintendo has almost sold 10 million units already within its first year. Xbox One has sold 30 million since its release back in 20... What was that, 13? Yes. So, Which is amazing that they sold that because I've only ever seen one person at my school with it. And I only know three other people with a Switch. Yeah, everyone says, like, the Switch sold millions. I know nobody with a Switch. Like, I'm not saying it's, it's fake, obviously. I mean, there's In Toronto, buying. just about every gamer had one. I just... I, I saw got, it constantly. I just got to keep in mind, Japan thing. probably got eaten up with the Switch. Yeah, that, you know what? That is true. You did not think about Japan. Yeah, I heard um, that's actually what's killing the Vita in Japan, is people playing the Switch. Yeah. Um, also... I don't know. So do you think do you think Xbox will be passed up? Do yeah. you think uh I mean I think 30 million's a little out of Microsoft's clocked out, dude. They they Let's not bad. let's not pretend that 30 million still isn't a good number. I think though, next but. gen is going to be Xbox generation again. You know, I think Xbox One's the PS3 right now. I think they're going to yeah. pull right around next gen and come out with a huge Yeah, but launch. by this time the PS3 when it when it's when its price point came down and the game started coming out PlayStation came back and sold the units. Xbox isn't doing that. Well, yeah, the thing that's, like plus, Josh, like Josh mentioned, thirty million isn't a number to to be sad about by any means. Oh no, definitely not. But um, yes, PS3 did sell more units, but I'm sure Xbox had better and more selection of games, though. Yeah, in the beginning, definitely. At the start, yes. Yeah. Even uh, I can admit that. Yeah. I love my PS3. It's just I mean the thing. My, that- I started with an Xbox One. Yeah. I wasn't even going to get the PlayStation forever. 
the thing that fucked Xbox and everyone forgets about is that that when the, in the beginning when they were like there are no used games online only like that fucked them real bad like mm-hmm. people like to that, forget that that and they gotta, the, um, you have to have the connect and the camera will always yeah. be on like there are people I know today who still think like that's a thing and yep. like that that's following them like I know and that's it, why it, the know, CEO got fired yeah <laughs> and now he's at Zynga doing fucking Farmville things I guess yeah something like that. something. It's yeah. Uh, I I don't think Nintendo is going to reach thirty million in twenty eighteen by the end of it. But there, I I could easily see them see getting about twenty million. I can well, see twenty million. Well, Christmas is still in full. Well, sorry, the holidays are still in full swing. And yeah, Christmas. We're right. still we're still coming around to the end of the year. So something that we haven't talked about for the Switch though that they can kind of do like here's a Nintendo Direct and it's out now is these third party ports which are a lot big. They're a huge deal when when they are on, yeah but, when they're on but, the switch. Twenty eighteen is going to be a big year for for those ports. As well, we right. discussed on the but they can do cast. they can do a freaking they can do a direct and say hey guys how's it going it's your boy Shuhei Yoshida. Okay, um, what hold up? <laughs> here's here's this this uh, PS4 game freaking uh, you know like Call of Battlefield thirty three. And nice. it's out now on the Switch. <laughs> Woo! And everybody's wait, like, wait, 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 oh my god, Call of Battlefield 33 is on the Switch! I gotta buy it! And then they're gonna release have, a, a console the bundle, CEO. and they're gonna take over the world. It's that easy. So we, so we have the PlayStation CEO talking at a Nintendo Direct <laughs> about a game that came out on PS4 and going, it's also on the Switch! <laughs> Today, yeah, exactly. That's right. okay. Nintendo's so, business plan. So wow. here's the thing, I... I'm totally for the ports coming to Switch, obviously, because you know more games is cool. But they're they're just if let's say I'm, I'm me, okay? Mm-hmm. Ukulele just came out on the Switch. That's cool, but we talked about it. it's more expensive. Like, why do I want to buy it? Like, Wolfenstein Two is out now for everything but the Switch. It's coming to the Switch, but like by the time it's twenty bucks, uh, it's on Switch for sixty dollars again, guys. And, and we'll people pro- are gonna buy that. Yeah, too. and it will probably run worse. Let's. I'm not. What if PlayStation All Stars came out on the Switch? Okay, now you're not making sense. No, no, legit. <laughs> that game would work on the Switch. So no, well. no, no. I'm not saying because it's it's coming to the Switch. It's just that Sony isn't stupid enough to do that. We've again. already established Shuhei Yoshida's doing Nintendo Direct, so it's not yeah, that impossible. <laughs> Him and Phil Spencer got married, and they had a baby Mr. Nintendo. Yeah, I know. I, I read the well, fanfic. No, it, no, no, no. If they had a baby, it would be the X Boy. Go away. That's called the same gender. <laughs> Welcome, the X-Boy, also known as Caitlyn Jenner. Hi. The X-Boy <laughs> No. Oh, my God. Yes. I like the sad it. part is my friend still calls the Switch a Game Boy. It's like, whoa, the new Game Boy's out. I'm like, I hate you. I still call my iPod a Walkman sometimes. Aren't you a little too young for that, mister? You know what? I'm a special, <laughs> special person. Yeah, whatever mom tells you. Mm. So guys, the PlayStation experience happened. Yeah, I had an experience with my PlayStation the other I day. I didn't experience my PlayStation at all. I it did sound like a PlayStation plane, last and night. I wanted to throw it out the window. I have a very abusive relationship with my PlayStation. Yeah, you this counseling. Well, then you should probably trade in your PlayStation for a PlayStation, young one. Oh, okay. Yo. <laughs> no. Whoa. No. Fucking, what? I'm cyberbullying you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cyberbullying you, man. You're getting cyberbullied now. Oh, no. <laughs> get on Twitter and DM me directly. Hate What's your things. Twitter handle right now? Do it. 
Delete your account. Okay. Wait, What's your Twitter handle? handle? I don't remember what my Twitter handle is. At, <laughs> it's uh, it's at PowerCord. At, <laughs> at, at PowerCord Gaming. At SuperSexyJosh.com. Gmail.gov. Let me actually see what my... Is that really him? Just put hashtag cyberbullying. It is... It's... Oh, I can't say this one because it has my last name in it. Hashtag Canadian guy. Hashtag cyberbullying. Wait a minute, is Josh the only Canadian on here now? Yeah, I sure is. Why are we called the Red Leaf Retrocast? Don't worry about it. You know there are red leaves... In the fall, Kevin, right? Yeah, well, it's winter, so moot point. <laughs> because this is my cast now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He got me good. And if you look at our logo, it's now an upside-down maple leaf. <laughs> it's also an N64 controller, which is another form of trash. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was made to us by a fan. Eh, okay, he's a nice guy, but the controller is still trash. Oh, God. It yeah, is. all our all our uh, all our symbols for each cast is made by a fan. Oh, can you make a yeah. dual? Can you make a dual shock one? I mean, you can. No, I... where's the dookie? Yeah. So, did anybody watch the PlayStation Experience or keep up with the news at all? Except I did me? not. I I, I, I keep up with I keep up with the news. I didn't even know there was a PlayStation Experience. Yo, did you guys know there's a motorcycle in the new Zelda DLC? Uh, nice. weird. That's awesome. Yeah, it's weird. Castlevania on the N64 had that too. That's awesome. <laughs> Very nice. We know how that turned out. Yeah, that game was definitely existent. <laughs> so, um, there were four things that stuck out to me on the PlayStation experience. And only one uh, I give a fuck and, about. Well, no, it's it's something different. I heard it that, was uh, that I, be, it, it was, for the most part, but there were f- definitely four things that caught my eye. Dad of War. No. Yo, there, there wait, lot, that game's rated of, T for Teen. Did you guys know that? Wait, it is? God of War 4 is rated T for Teen! Nope, I'm I'm, I'm fact-checking that. Hold on. I swear to God I saw it! It was rated T for Teen. I'm not going to have another Aphrodite orgy. Hold on. Well, because he's like a dad now. He can't be going around banging Aphrodite. (laughs) As much. Or prostitutes in the first one. Nah, hold up. I'm looking at it. Because they wouldn't put the rating out yet. That doesn't make sense. No, I saw it. I swear it was in a trailer. It was one of those, like... IGN things where they did a big. I do not believe it's T for T. It was IGN thing where they did a big demo on say. it, and it started out with T for T. Says, dude, come on. Well, I'm looking it up right now. It's, it's like not even on. It's not on the ESRB website. So they, the the PlayStation experience this year focused on you know a lot of the trailers that we we just saw previously at uh, Paris Games Week, and kind of went into more in depth over a few other games. And that's where I wanted to focus. And there was a teaser trailer uh, that we'll get into. Can I the, guess? Um, can I guess the three things that you want to talk about? Sure. Uh, okay. First one is going to be the Bloodborne Two teaser, right? Not not Bloodborne Two. Okay, come on, that's totally the From Software teaser. Yeah, that obviously looks like Bloodborne Two. You know, Drew, you could just look at the agenda, and there it all is. Uh, wait, we have an Damn. agenda. God, yes. gave, gave you the business. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, let me pull this up. Well, let me guess before I... Let me continue to guess before I pull it open. Concrete Genie. Is that the other one? Yeah. The and then what's the what's the other remastered game that everybody was freaking out? It's like Medieval uh, okay, or something? So that's, evil. That's, yeah, that's the medieval. first thing on... Okay. The only one I give a fuck about. Did I get him accurately? Did I... In order? Yeah. Did I do it? There, was, there was one more, but it's not in order. Okay. So, uh, first, first on was 
Well, first of all, the uh, Kojima game, uh, Death Stranding, had a seven and a half minute trailer. And it's just as weird and we know nothing about it other than shadow creatures. I learned how babies were made. The Walking Dead guy. Isn't Death Stranding supposed to be the spiritual successor to PT? I don't think anymore. I don't think it's anything to do with that anymore. It has nothing to do with PT. Well, I know it's not Silent Hill. It's a glorified sex ed class. Legit. Hold on. Honestly, I have no no idea. Wait, we s- still haven't seen gameplay. Yeah, We've on. seen you nothing but Dude, a long trailer. Uh, so th- this this time they uh, just like in the Crash Bandicoot uh, remaster release, the uh, one of the PlayStation dudes came out with a shirt, and this time it was a gravestone featuring Sir Daniel. You so that all- means Medieval Remastered is going to be re released, and I'm under the impression it's probably going to be exactly like. The Crash Bandicoot uh, Insane Trilogy uh, remaster style. You can almost hear the Sony executives backstage going, What else do we got for remaster? Spyro. Are we going to talk about Spyro. dreams at all? Spyro. <laughs> what it does, I don't give a shit about dreams. It looks like Project Spark it looks with Sony cool. on it. By the way, I was yeah. going to say Project Spark's house is kind of cool. It's cocker. Nah, so did any of you like play med- med- Medieval back in the day? I tried it recently on my Vita, and I went, yeah, it looks cool. I'm going I'm to give it more time. It looks I, cool. I used to play it all the time when I had a PlayStation 1. I I was actually, when they released, they said they were going to re-release Crash Bandicoot, I was like, oh, so this just means Medieval is going to be done, and Spyro. and Medieval um, was before Spyro on your list? Yeah. Really? Because I would have been like, all right, Crash, Spyro, and then uh, Bushido Blade. No, not really. Well, but. I mean, I like Spyro and all, but I didn't like it as much as I liked Medieval. I played Medieval more, though. I'd like them to remaster Black Ops 3. Oh, go, okay, go away. <laughs> well, I, you know, I played Med- I played Medieval as a kid, uh, a lot, of, especially with the PlayStation Jam Pack demo. Oh, yeah, that's uh, exactly back, yeah, how I played then. it. That's how I got to play it, too. Yeah. yeah, that's how I first played it, and God, the controls were just god-awful. So nobody then. played Medieval, really. They just played Medieval on a demo disc, then. We well, I'm just agree. saying that's how, that was my first experience with it. Oh, okay. Um, I did play the second one in its entirety, but I do remember vividly that I hated the controls for both games and a lot of the, just a lot of the gameplay just felt it it needed to be better. And that's what held it back from me actually, you know, talking about it, say today or recommending on Retrocast, which we might have to play now on the Retrocast for a future, future theme. So I'm really excited for Medieval to come out on the PS4. You've just uh, given I, me I my feet. I definitely want to like this game. Thank cool. Ah, I'll tell you it later. Can I tell him? Yeah. That? I'll tell it later. Did, uh, go on, Drew. I, I just checked Twitter for something, and this might be a little bit of a derail, but I think Hawaii has passed their loot box system thing. Good. Is it state law? Cool. Good for them. No, no, no. Not as a state law, but I think they're going... I think they're way farther into ban- the, the, the laws. They want to ban anybody under 21 from doing loot boxes. I don't know how that would work since it's a digital store and your parents' credit card. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it would work either, but, you know, Hawaii's got to do something. I suppose I suppose something is better than nothing. That's the way I'll look at it. And Taco Bell's tweeting hashtag Belluminati with this crazy ad that has Taco Bell on like the dollar bill and like a triangle and I like it. Signs have been there all along. Prepare to experience the power of the dollar like never before. Belluminati. 
So, Drew, okay. Kevin, are you excited for Medieval? Yeah. <laughs> I want it. Because I never really played the first one. Other than that, uh, what's it called? The demo. Yeah, I feel a lot of people are in the same boat. Time to get Pretty cool. Lit. So, the other game I wanted to talk about is by Media Molecule, and it's called Dreams. And for those unfamiliar with Media Molecule, they're the people that made Tearaway on the Vita and the Little Big Planet series. It's what they're most known for. Belluminati. And uh, in the agenda, I, I copied a, a YouTube link to how Dreams is going to possibly change the gaming industry. Yes, so, no, though. Wow, that's quite the statement you got yeah, there. Yeah, I think everybody says that every time they release a new game or a new well, console. Well, I, 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 get, I get that it's kind of clickbaity, but what he discusses is in the realms of games becoming artistic is what and, and leaving it in the hands of the gamers because Media Molecule and their games are very much... Do something yourself in the world that they've created. So there's three, in, in Dreams has three separate modes. Uh, there's there's a story mode, there's a making mode, and then there's a creation mode. Uh, so one one is a point-and-click adventure type type game, and then the other is more along the lines of your tearaway little big planet with this kind of uh, uh, jazzy-looking dude in a coffin. Uh, so there's two gameplays there. But where this game is going to shine is in the third mode where you can create, essentially create your own game from scratch using the mechanics in the game. So these, the whole idea is these first two modes are to inspire you to create something. So some of the things you'll be able to create in Dreams is you can, uh, have a you can record something via microphone on your computer so you can make your own music um and import that into the game itself to make your own soundtrack for whatever you're making in dreams so everything comes to life your your vision can come to life in the game so, so i highly encourage people to look look up so uh media molecule on youtube for for their making of this game ma- they're I, releasing I, how to make a game simulator i mean this in the nicest oh, way kinda, possible yeah but all, the only thing you I've heard from any of that was Little Big Planet Four. Yeah, yeah. I, like I need to. I don't know. I just I don't. It's really not though. It's it's so much more than that. No Sackboy, right? Motherfucker, Twitter <laughs> just spoiled Star Wars. Well, that's your fault for reading Twitter while we're doing a podcast, you prick. And I got I got all caught up in the Belluminati shit. I'm listening to your dreams, but Belluminati. Thank Come you for on. listening to my dreams. You're welcome. I'm listening to your dreams. Somebody needs to care about them. Being spoiled on Star Wars won't spoil the movie for you. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I like, just over you it. You guys want to hear this spoiler? There's, right. some force, there's some Force stuff. Carrie Fisher's already dead. We know this. You want to hear this spoiler? I mean, no. it's like... I don't know. I've probably already been spoiled on it, and I just don't care. I don't give a fuck. I don't watch Star Wars anyway. But yeah, don't go. do it on the podcast. Yeah, don't. We can say people spoiler alert. You. <laughs> no, don't, don't even no. spoiler alert it, because people will get pissed. <laughs> People get mad. I'm pissed. So, and, so I guess I'm the only one that really sees a lot of the potential in dreams and really looking forward to it. Yeah, it sounds I'm, like you guys aren't too enthused. Well, no, it's I'm, like, I'm that. I'm waiting. I'll play that game when it comes out, but I have no interest in the game right now. I, I want to see what it is. It, so. I want to see is what that, it is exactly. Because every time they do this, like you can make your own game, 
can I publish it? No. Well, you can you can you can go to YouTube Media Molecules YouTube page and they'll they show very intensive gameplays. They show how they're making it. They show uh, j- taking random people off the street. Yeah, and I and, and I get and it. Making, but... And making something in the game, the people they they what they kind of like what the Sonic Mania guys, you know, uh, Sega took, uh, you know, fans. And got them to release Sonic Mania. Well, Media Molecule took uh, people that made a lot of the crazy little big planet levels involved in the making of Dreams. Okay, so I get that, but can I publish the game I make? Yes. You can publish it and put it on PSN. Yes. Okay, never mind. Now we that's change kinda, the game. That's it. That's that's a game changer. And see, it's and it and it won't cost you a thing either. See, I thought it, I I thought it was like you can make a little big planet game and then not publish it and then it's like oh okay, i did this no 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 you, you can you can go th- the whole game not making anything and just play other people's levels All right, see. that they've so made it's mario maker but for playstation yeah yes that's the way i was looking at it it was mario maker but with a lot more features so can i make a full-fledged 40-hour rpg you sure could yes daddy dating simulator you can totally that do that i'm gonna make As, uncle dating simulator imagine imagine uh RPG Maker, but good. But with, yeah, but good. That's the way. So, the the other artistic game is Concrete Gene. So yeah. it's a artistic adventure focused on a bullied kid. <laughs> it's Concrete Genie. That's what I said, Genie. You said Gene. No, I said Genie. I'm pretty sure you said Gene. Well, it doesn't matter. It's Genie. Concrete Gene. <laughs> My mom is now concrete. <laughs> So this is kind of a simplistic adventure game where a kid's getting bullied and he essentially tags walls and his artistry comes to life and it helps him get through the world. So he's kind of ex- escaping reality into his own little artistic artistic world. He should learn uh, jiu-jitsu what, and beat so the shit like out of him. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, it's like inside? Is it like inside, but with people in the wall? No. Little nightmares is like inside. I don't know what you're getting. I don't know. No, this. I'm confused. You're you're creating creatures and whatnot on on walls and in this town. So like you'll have you'll you'll see a uh, a blocked off alleyway, um, and there's just a bunch of shrubbery or whatnot. Uh, you can then draw a, let's say, a dragon on the wall. Dragons breathe fire, so you have the dragon breathe fire, and then it will, co- the dragon will then come to life, breathe fire, onto the shrubbery. Scribble knots. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. But more. It, it looks a lot more uh, refined and you know more 2017y. <laughs> drawn to life. Yeah. It's a drawn to life game essentially. Nice. It looks it looks neat. I'm I'm quite so this it's two straight uh, artist focused games. Thing is, when like I'm not saying games can't be artsy, but they fall into that realm of like, is it too artsy for its own like good? You know, and like I game, don't, yeah, yeah, like, I don't like, see these games selling well at all. Yeah, like Journey, like I'm sure Journey was cool, but like I don't want to play because it, it seems like too artsy, farty, and not gameplay. Well, okay, so where I think the artsy games, Journey, I highly recommend because it does a good job. Games do a really good job when they don't dwell on, "Hey, look how artsy we are." When they just like flower, yeah, yeah. If they create, <laughs> if they create an art style to, and that's how they want to 
you know, have us per like experience that game and that world. Ori and the Blind Forest did a great job at that. It was extremely artsy, but it didn't just continue to mention that. You know, it had its art style, had its soundtrack, and it had its world. I'm gonna I'm gonna give another example. Okami. I said yeah. it. I think Okami was like way too long and the art style kinda got in the way of me enjoying it. I said it, fight me. <laughs> okay. I yeah. play Journey. I'll try Journey. So, if, if you say it's good, I'll trust somebody who actually played it as opposed oh, to yeah, IGN. No. Journey is really good and it's very short. It's a two hour experience. I'd highly recommend it. Soul. So from software uh, had their teaser. Tenchi. Uh, from software is the people who made the Dark Souls games, Demon Souls. Uh, so it was a it was a really really short. It, it's a teaser as you, it's like five seconds. It focuses. It has the quote shadows die twice after, uh, which was preceded by this like twisty bloody iron bar device that had some bones, uh, possibly a kunai and some kanji in the background. Uh, so, three games have come to mind for a lot of people. I'm in the realm of you, Kevin, that I'm hoping, and I think it's a Tenchu game, since it, it focuses on th- those kind of things. Shadows and any sort of kunai and kanji. Uh, a lot of people are hoping for Bloodborne 2. And then there's a reach that I see going around that it's Shadow Tower, an old game for the old shitty PS2 game. So, I mean, oh. I wouldn't put it past from software to just bring back an old IP and really make a good game out of it. Or it could be something new entirely. What's everyone's thoughts? Don't you... I think uh, it's Bloodborne too. They I made like too much money off that game to just ignore. Yeah, Bloodborne franchise. was really good. Uh, actually, I think I'm going to play Bloodborne when I'm done here. Um, but anyway, <laughs> uh, Bloodborne, it could be Blood to Okay, let me try this again. <clears throat> Perfect. I got every word you said. I think it would be Bloodborne too. It looked a lot like it because when the teaser, there was another trailer that had come out like earlier this year and my friend Johnny had shared it to me and Alec, and we thought it was Bloodborne 2 as well, but it also looks like it could be just a whole new game. But well, why would they use the tagline Shadows Die Twice, though? I don't know. Jesus Christ, why are you asking me questions, dude? I don't fucking know. You work at PlayStation. Isn't your dad Mr. Sony? <laughs> no, that was that was my dad's friend's sister's brother's daughter's oh, cousin's okay. nephew. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry. That so. came out really naturally. I almost believe him. <laughs> Never trust a Canadian. Hey, uh, well, you're not they, they will get on their Saint Bernards, wear their mountain uniform, and track you get, down. I will get on my new my Newfoundland dog. Okay, my Newfoundland Labrador. Hike over there with my free health care. Hurt your feelings and skate back home. Okay, I will. I will write about it on Tumblr and. Do it. I It'll hope be an upset millennial on I Twitter. I hope it's triggering. I hope I've I, successfully triggered you. Side note: This is not related to anything we're talking about. But I saw a meme. It was like, uh, it was like, I love when girls say you better not hurt her, or else, like, ooh, what you gonna do about it? Call me an asshole in the group chat, Sarah. Like, whatever. <laughs> so anyway, oh man, back to what we were on. Yeah, I'm calling it Tenchu. I think it's Tenchu as well. I vote Bloodborne 2 or New Game. I wouldn't put it past from software just be a new game entirely. I think it's going to be a Bloodborne 2. Plot twist. It's Tenchu Ninjas in Armored Core Max in the Bloodborne Maybe maybe it's that weird ninja samurai game. Onimusha? Yeah, something like that. Well, that would be Tenchu. No, it's Capcom. Onimusha's Capcom. Why would they do Onimusha remastered? Capcom! 
because Capcom doesn't uh, because know it's do... Capcom and they're assholes. They, they love Mega re-releasing Man. shit. Mega Man, Super dude Robot. from software Mega Man game. No, no, because I like Mega Man and I hate Dark Souls. <laughs> I hate Dark Souls. I like Bloodborne. There was there's another... Mega Man's gonna be in Monster World Hunter. I know. That's Mon- Monster, Monster, Monster World Hunter. Yeah, Monster World Hunter. <laughs> The planet yeah. is now a monster, and you must destroy it. Mega Man's gonna be in Horizon Zero Dawn. No, he's not, but that'd be cool. Mega Man, nobody is gonna be in Monster Hunter World. Mega Side Man's note of weird, weird ass crossovers. Does th- anyone play Ghost Recon Wildlands? No. Yes. Okay. Fucking yeah. Yes. I'm Did so you... excited, even though this will be so weird. Yeah. Well, Dude, I'm glad you I can fucking the volume down for four. Yeah, Jesus good, Christ. Good move. So uh, fucking randomly in Ghost Recon, they're like, yo, what if you're in the, the jungles of Bolivia, minding your so business, weird. and the fucking predator comes out of nowhere? <laughs> yeah, it was just out of nowhere. They're just like, the predator, here you go. We're like, what? It's the most okay, random. that's what that came yeah, from. Yeah, it's the most random fucking DLC ever. You're just being a U.S. military squad, like, taking down drug cartels. Out of nowhere, you hear some clicking, and the predator can kill you. <laughs> It's so fucking random. Best crossover ever. 10 out of 10. Don't too much, be soft. <laughs> too, too much jungle. <laughs> too much jungle. <laughs> Actually, that's a, that's a, that's that, that kind of reminds me of the random uh, kind of uh, Forza Hot Wheels DLC. Yeah, but see, that makes sense. This makes zero sense. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I don't know, because uh, cars... That's like putting Prince Noctis in the new tech th- or the new Tekken game. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Where the fuck did that, that come from? Yeah, that's the, yeah. <laughs> well, they put they put yeah. Geese Howard in it too. Weird. Yeah, I mean, it's at least it's a fighting game. But see, this like, one, they're like, dude. see, like if what they, they had like... xenomorphs to Wildlands, and then there's like a whole alien versus predator thing. What if Wildlands like? Eight months from now, it just isn't Wildlands anymore. What if what, uh, what if, what what if that <laughs> game just turned into AVP? First off, yes. Exactly, that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be the best, like, game evolution, like, sideways sneak attack from Ubisoft ever. The first mission is to break into Atari headquarters and bust yeah. up a Jaguar. Yeah. Dude, it would be amazing. <laughs> For the, they're, they're, you're in your briefing with Karen, and she's like, Scratch the whole fucking plan, boys. Screw the drug cartels. There's xenomorphs coming in from the south side. Yeah, what if what if Wildlands becomes a mini game that you can access from the menu? Yeah, the open world twenty hour campaign. What if you have to? Yeah, game. exactly. What if you have to like go to an arcade in the AVP game and go play it in like an arcade cabinet because it's just irrelevant now. Now you have yeah. AVP. Why is Wildlands <laughs> on an arcade machine? That would not make sense. Because you're in the future and aliens are fighting predators. You know, I never thought of it that way. Good point. What was the original story we were talking about? <laughs> All right, let's let's move on then. <laughs> so we got we got a slew of questions from uh, from the community, uh, yes. mostly just three people. So I would highly yes. encourage people listening to you know hit us up on Twitter for questions. Join join the Discord. Uh, Use our Amazon shit, affiliate John, link. That's quite the question. Well, there, there's the key, there, there's, he, it's it's more than one. He uh, asked a slew of questions. Everyone else just asked one or two. Yeah, right. Yeah. So good, good, good on the good on anybody who asks us questions. We always like them. Um, Why can't so, Metroid crawl? First one is from <laughs> Crash. He says, "Do you think the upcoming Resident Evil Two remake is necessary? Is that ever been confirmed? Money? Yes. I feel like that's just been a rumor. Everyone just decided it is true, but Capcom's like, sure, whatever. No, it's coming out. It's confirmed. Oh, oh it is okay." 
Yeah. Um. So, what about Resident Evil Two? I got caught up in my own question. Does it matter? <laughs> is the remake like, unnecessary? Uh, no, it's not necessary because it's those a games remaster. Like it's shit. not necessary or unnecessary, right? Is, it's just a, it's irrelevant. It's superfluous. No, it's it's necessary because that is, game controls like shit. Those games are kind of hard to play now, and I I don't think they're that good right now. What do you hope they do with the game? Are there any mechanics you want added or fine tuned? Just graphically updated. Don't fuck around with it too much. Make it Resident Evil Four. Don't do that. I want that. Resident Evil Four. Well, that's or 5 a, that, or that's actually a follow up question. We'll get into. Uh, is there any benefit to remaking such a classic game? Yeah, more money. Yeah, more money, yeah. new oh, audience, sure. and a new audience. Yeah. Also, game preservation because you know a lot of game companies are not good at. Like just letting us re-download old games, but if they remake them. It's like, hey, Resident Evil Two was a thing. How do we get to seven? There were numbers before that. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, I would want it to be like. I think they should just graphically update the game and just keep it the fixed camera. It's definitely. I, I think one hundred percent going to be what they did with the Resident Evil. Uh, remaster on the PS4 where you could choose between a free-forming camera or the fixed camera. I mean, they did but it But it won't be third-person. It, right? it won't be third-person Resident Evil 4 style. So, the follow-up question from Skeeth was there's a debate whether you want it to be third-person, which is the Resident Evil 4, or the fixed camera angle, the classic. Which do you prefer? I already said my piece. Yeah. Uh, RE4. RE4. <laughs> Oh, four. Boo. See, I, just, I don't like Resident Evil 4's style at all. I don't like the old Resident Evil, so I'll fight you. Uh, with, life. with the freeforming camera in the Resident Evil 1 remaster, it makes the game way too easy. Go you just kind of go through it. Uh, but Resident Evil 2 was more about the story than anything else, so I think the game will be alright. I would prefer... Like, I get why they have it in there, because a lot of new fans won't like a fixed camera at all. It'll be very deterring. Yeah, so I get but why it's the there. the point of Resident Evil 2 was the story, not the killing the... Well, the killing of the zombies right. was a big part of it, but, like, it's about the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah and, the, and, the, and the branch, and the two different paths to take. Because yeah, well, you can choose between the male or female. I think it's Jill, if I remember correctly. Uh, you play the one path, then you pl- replay the other game, starting with the other character, and that fills in all the gaps. I would like just one solid story where you don't have to replay the entire game again. That would be what I would fix. I would also make the puzzles not these obscure-ass things. I'm sorry, I hated that part. Oh, with the, you're ta- are you talking about the police station part where no, uh, just the police all station locks Evil. up with the scarab, the, with the beetle scarab, and <laughs> no, just all all Resident Evil like puzzles make no fucking sense. So spruce up the puzzles, yeah. make them make sense. Yeah, like I don't know, like I get people like Resident Evil, but I can't play this game without a guide. Same thing with Dino Crisis. Ah, oh, fair enough. I just can't. Maybe I'm a scrub. That's fine. I personally oh. like the really confusing puzzles. <laughs> I mean, that that's... You are a better man than I. <laughs> wow, so we're, we're pretty much like 50-50 split on everything here. Yeah. 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 All it's right. Like, it's like politics. Hey, let's not get into that, boys. Uh, hey, he's <laughs> transgender bathrooms, am I right? Okay, all right, cool. All righty. Well, to the next question. 
Yeah, so John has a bunch, and John uh, we'll has the one of questions. He has the slew. So, no job. most people discuss which retro game you'd like to see a modern interpretation or remake of. So, which modern games would you like to see go back to their retro roots? So, what I've done with his questions is... Pokemon Red! No, that game's trash. No, it's not! Gen 1 sucks. Gen 1's amazing. So what I what I what I've done to kind of I don't know I don't know if you guys thought about a lot of these questions b- beforehand but what I've done to kind of inspire some of your answers I've I have examples okay. so I'll just kind of run through them uh, and then you can say your piece so we've already seen a lot of that now with Bravely Default reminiscing a lot of the old school Final Fantasy games from Square uh, there's the Mega Man Eleven announcement so. Like this, I would prefer to see the NES uh, SNES days rather than the Mighty Number no. Nine or Mega Man X six through eight. So, are we talking like games made today's into games made that we made this time, but with the retro style? Correct. Okay. I All want right. a new Metroidvania Castlevania. I want a new Final Fantasy two. Yeah, well, like, isn't that game bad? No, are you kidding well, then, me? Have you uh, not played Bravely Default then? Well, no. Well, yeah, I played Bravely Default, but I mean, Final Fantasy two is Final Fantasy two. I thought that one was bad. I'm not. A, I just don't know. I'm not no, even making fun of it. No, actual Final Fantasy two, not the one that we got. No, no, I understand. <laughs> I don't call them like by their American um, yeah, names. Yeah, neither do I. Anymore. Castlevania is coming out with uh, basically Bloodstained. Uh, no, did we not go over the Kickstarter nostalgia games? I think it's going to be trash. Aww. Still, I mean, that's what's happening. Yeah, uh, I know, but I'm just I'm calling it. That game might be trash. Yeah. I'm saying might. And then, and then I would then I would say most anime style slash inspired games stop being trope filled nightmares. We're seeing that with Xenoblade Chronicles two. Yeah, I actually so just, examples of I, go on. Josh. I actually just watched a review today that Dunkey posted about Xenoblade two. I was like, what? The oh, that's fucking hilarious. Fu- it, it was funny. I was like, oh my Should god. Should I get the game? Is it like I personally I personally want to get the game. Um, yeah. But like after watching that review, I was like, oh yeah, there's the anime trope one and anime trope two, anime trope three, and this guy won't shut the fuck up and. <laughs> <laughs> I okay so uh, as a as a hint of what the game is and for uh, the next modern cast Xenoblade 2 is a trope anime trope filled nightmare plain and simple basically I can't you cannot play the game in English it is irritatingly bad if you Oi, governor if you want uh, if you want a good example I highly suggest <laughs> video game donkey's review on it it's actually really funny and really well that done that guy is blowing up lately if you Late, can't yeah. handle anime tropes to the point where it just gets ridiculous, then this game is not for it's, you. Now, the gameplay is solid. I like it. I like the world. But the story, I could give two shits about the story. I thought it was funny because he goes, this is the strongest guy in the world. I just beat up the strongest guy in the world. Wait a second. Why did he just kill me? I just beat him up. <laughs> Why would you have a cutscene of me <laughs> not beating him what? when I just beat him in the previous fight? Yeah, oh, the exactly. game's filled with shit yeah, like that. Exactly. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a there's an engineer Furby that makes a made sex robot. Uh, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Inspired by his grandfather and father wanting to do it first. <laughs> and uh, interesting. And uh, yeah. I like the way that Dunkey had put that one too. He basically called it Xenoblade's version of Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So I say stop doing that shit and go back to good anime games of the past. Like, oh, I don't know, the original Final Fantasies, what Fatal Frame used to be. Snatcher. Fatal Fatal Frame used to be. 
<laughs> Snatch. Yeah, it used to be an <laughs> actual like scary franchise. Yeah. Now Sex it's about cast. dressing this Japanese schoolgirl up in create kinky little uniforms. Uh, where's the problem here? <laughs> He's got a good yeah, point. Yeah, so that's that's my piece. On, that's my piece on the uh, the modern games going back to the retro roots. On that note, have you guys seen Virgin Killer 2.0? Uh, what? Did you say Virgin Virgin Killer? Yeah, the sweaters. I usually, I usually just call him Tom, but I mean, yeah, Tom does whatever. <laughs> fucking Tom. Fucking um, fucking Tom's at it again downtown. Right, never mind. All right, next question is: Choose a well, developer. Well, Kevin, you're you're yeah. very excited about the Mega Man 11 announcement, right? I my dick is throbbing. <laughs> so, I mentioned that I would like to see the NES SNES days rather than Mega Man X six through eight, which I well, you can be wrong because come on, Battle Network, man. No, from yeah! what I've seen in that video they posted, it looks like those games or I, closer to Mighty Number no. Nine. Dude, I like the, I like the X style better. Boss. X style is way better. I still don't see why everybody hates Mighty Number no. Nine. It was just Mega Man. It was fine. Like I think it got shit out a little too much. Well, no, it was just uncreative. You well, like, all it was the guy. Design. It was because the guy who made Mega Man didn't make Mega Man. Yeah, he was not the creator of Mega Man that everyone pinned him. He was like the director. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't <laughs> make Mega Man. Everyone's like Keiji Fune, the maker of Mega Man. I just produced it. Yeah. <laughs> so the guy wanted to make Mega Man. Capcom told him no, fired him. He said, "Fuck you, then. I'm not going. I'm going to not make Mega Man." I'm gonna go not make Mega Man over here. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why everyone's like, Mighty Number no. Nine sucks. It's like, but it was just fucking Mega Man. And then everyone was like, he's like, oh fuck, I don't know how to make Mega Man. Why'd I leave? <laughs> I don't oh know. my god. I personally really enjoyed it. I think it so. Was no one's fun. no one's worried about Mega Man Eleven then. No, it's fine. No, I'm I'm quite worried. If it's anything like Mega Man X Six or Seven or Eight. First off, Six was great. Seven and Eight were trash. Six, ah, uh, okay. Well, seven. we can agree seven and eight were trash. I think it's going to be closer to those two. I, I'm going to say it's it's only a 2D game. It's not like trying to be like, Dr. Wiry, you have destroyed my father. I am going to uh, kill you. That's how Mega Man talks. <laughs> like, it's, not, it's just Mega Man. It's a, there's no story just in Mega like that, Man. Right? Mega yeah, Man or Army of Two crossover? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> It'll be the Army of Mega X3. It'll be the Army of Three. Mega Man cool. squared. Look, I'm 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 totally into Mega Man X series more. I just I don't Battle know. Network, dude. I've never played those. They're the best ones. I mean, Mega Man Two is great and all, but Battle Network is just fucking amazing. Mega Man I'm Zero. I'm familiar with Battle Network. What is dude, it? It's like so, a strategy RPG. So first of all, you have you're kind of you're so you have your overworld, you know, where you're just this kid in high school. He's training to be this uh, this. You have these these police forces basically that have these little tablets that have these AI dudes, and Mega Man is one of these AI dudes that belongs to this kid. And as he he's learning to basically protect the networks that run the world from these bugs and these hack attacks. So it's this mix between this overworld mystery like police game and you going into the servers and having these big tactical battles against these like viruses. It's mm-hmm. re- it's really cool. And then you can play the best series, the Zero series. No, I mean, Battle Network. <laughs> Zero is way cooler. No, Battle Network's fucking awesome. It's like Pokemon Rangers with Pokemon with, like, fucking Sims, and oh my god. None of that sounds appealing. It's so good! Even though... Play Mega Man Zero. I, I'm pretty sure I have. Zero Five. I want that, Capcom. But it's cool, because Mega Man's like an actual dude. 
He's a character. And so is his <laughs> boss. I, I Isn't the, the str- aren't the streetlights also controlled by the internet in that game? Yeah. All right, no, so no, we figured see, that that's best trash. One, the best no, one is... no, no, no. It's like wa- it's like the world of Watch Dogs, essentially. Yeah. Josh, what just... were you saying? The best Mega Man is Mega Man Network transmission for the GameCube. If we're talking yeah, about like regular Mega Man. It's Mega Man Two. That one's uh, the Mega best. Man. Best game. Uh, yeah. IGN even give it a six point seven out of ten. Whoa! IGN knows everything. So Emu, it's gotta be real. Emu Paradise gave four point seven out of five. What? All these <laughs> things don't. Who gives a fuck? Game Facts gave All it sixty five percent. All right, guys, let's move on to the next question. But Mega Man. Get more of those. So this this might be a little little bit of a harder question for a couple of you. Uh, which anime would you like <laughs> in, to see made into Kevin a game? And, and choose the developer and genre and explain why they'd be a good fit. So sorry. I want a Dragon Ball Z game by Bandai Namco, and I want it to be a 2D fighter. Holy shit, Kevin, I think you might be getting that. I'm a fortune teller, I've been told. I don't watch <laughs> anime, I'm sorry. Why would why would that be a good fit? <laughs> why? Because, what do you mean, that why it would be a two, good 2D fighter? <laughs> Actually, scratch that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into the Dragon Ball Z thing. I want a turn-based RPG Dragon Ball Z game. Oh, cool. Who would make it? Uh, Atlas... From Software. No, because then I wouldn't buy it. <laughs> Atlas or NIS America? No, it'd be Nintendo. Yeah, no, yeah. The... Fuck no. Well, no you, if, if, if it would come out on Nintendo, you know it would be a solid game. Uh, no. You could guarantee that it'd be $60 for yeah, as well. Yeah, Mario Party like... 10 and 9 were real good. I'd like a game based <laughs> off of Corpse Party Tortured Souls. They have that. Oh shit! It's <laughs> it's on the it's, it's on, on the, the Vita. I'm, I'm yeah, joking. it's on the Vita. I'm joking. Um, hmm. okay. I don't trust him. Okay, dude. What if we lot. had like an L.A. Noir uh, Noir Death Note game? Like, Excuse me? like we That'd had kind of cool. Yeah, we what? had a Death Note game, but it's kind of instead it's, it'd be more randomly generated, and you play it from the cops' perspective. I'm interested. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So it's either like... that or like an open world like. Uh, who would make it? Guilt, uh, who would make the Death Note game? Rockstar. Yeah, probably. Rockstar. And then another one, a cool one I could see, uh, like, a mm. big open world Guilty Crown game. I got another one. That'd be cool. Okay. Sailor Moon beat him up. <laughs> I, think, I actually think that's that an actual awesome. game that came out on the Super Nintendo back I don't, in the day. I don't know if it's an, uh, a platformer or a beat him up, but I want to beat him up. Kevin, I think there's a Super Nintendo release. Of that uh, yeah, exact I, thing. I just don't know if it, I know it exists, but I don't know what kind of game it is. But what if we got a Quantum up? Theory Angel Beats game? Ooh, I don't know what that is. Quantum Theory is the studio that does Heavy Rain, uh, Beyond Two Souls. Oh, those guys. Okay, yeah. so what if they did Angel Beats? Here we go. Sailor Moon I could... is a beat 'em up video game developed by Angel yeah! Three <laughs> and ported to the SNES. Fuck yeah! It's called, I'm there, so it's, called, into this. it's called Sailor Moon Beat 'em Up. I'm gonna, can't wait! I can't wait! I can't wait! For my, <laughs> are there oh are my there pa- are there panty shots? Most definitely, there has to be. Yes, gratuitous I mean. amounts of panty shots. I am. Uh, I'm a new man. <laughs> I would say, so like, I'd like a Sword Art Online game that isn't the Sword Art Online games we have. Even though those Sao games are really good, I no, think I if they trash. did, no, well. They're, I heard. I don't know. The, they're they're good games in in they have issues with tropes and areas that are just kind of empty a lot of the time. 
But if we're no following the story, off. it's got an interesting storyline because the games have a completely different story than the show, and there's I think the they handle characters better in the games than they do in the show, and it's all interesting. But if we could do like an actual Sword Art Online game where you played as your own character and you played through Sword Art Online, I think so. Yeah, you want yeah. to just straight up change the developer then? Yeah, no, Someone something like um, who who did the Witcher series? Uh, CD Project Red. Project Red. What if Project Red did like a Sword Art Online game? I would be into that. You could like you could try and mix like battle that. royale game elements into it, RPG elements. Don't make into it battle it. royale. Make it an RPG well, like it was meant to be. RPG, but you know it still technically kind of has battle royale elements. It'd be an MMORPG with some oh, areas okay. with some areas for PvP. <laughs> FPS so RPG I, OMG. Yeah. <laughs> so I got I got a, I got a, I got a few examples myself. Um, Make a fucking adventure game and not a Dynasty Warriors game, such as the Gundam One Piece uh, properties. First off, because that's all we see now. All we see are Dynasty Warrior clones. Just Dynasty in these Warriors properties. Gundam is fucking metal. <laughs> well, I mean, I can't really imagine any other way you'd play Gundam. You know. Well, okay. There, there was a uh, Journey to Jaboro on the PS2, which actually had a story, and you were in space, and it was, it was. It was an actual game, so just make an adventure game now. It wasn't just this Dynasty Warrior format. Huh. So that's what I'd like to see made. I just uh, and then I have I personally uh, feel some Dynasty other- Warrior way is the best way to capture the combat of the Gundam. Not so much One Piece as you say here, but the Gundam Gundam and stuff. I think the best way to portray <laughs> the fighting and stuff, which I think the best way would be through a Dynasty Warrior game. Well, I just use Gundam not, as an example. I'm not disagreeing you know what I mean? with you. Oh, no, absolutely. I'm not disagreeing yeah. with you. I'm just saying. But that seems to be all we see, that's, that seems to be all we see today. Mm-hmm. So take, and I believe it's the same company that makes all of those, all of those games. So just change the developer and make an adventure game. That's all I say. Uh, so I got an old anime here, Galaxy Express 3.9 from the 70s. What? Uh, Neon Falcom. They're the developers of the Ease games. So just make a straight up RPG where you're this kid who get you know he can he can upgrade his guns his outfits to go to all these planets uh, you know the the possibilities are endless with and it doesn't even have to be based on the anime it could be new planets that he visits um, I'd like from software to develop a blame game <laughs> a what so there's an anime called blame so you're in this kind of post-apocalyptic uh, deathscape of essentially Terminator type world uh, and uh yeah just make a freaking souls based game <laughs> learn I think it'd be really cool it'd be roll, dark buddy. and gritty co- combat focused souls is over learn to roll buddy no it's just a bad <laughs> oh game with bad design learn to roll no shield two swords <laughs> and oh do push ups every time you die <laughs> it's a bad game oh my god now, Drew, I was kind of in the same thought process, but I thought the Heavy Rain developers would be kind of a... I mean, it's a great idea, but mm-hmm. I, I tried to go a little bit further than that. So, super massive games. The guys who made Until Dawn. Right. Uh, make a mystery-based adventure, and I picked one of my favorite mystery anime, Radio Electric Girlfriend. Continue the story. Um, it's, it's detective-based. There's supernatural elements yet still still uh, being involved in the real world. So I think 
uh, the Until Dawn guys would do a good job with something like that. That that's a good idea. And I have another another idea that I've been thinking about for years. And this isn't exactly anime, but what if we had a legit like complete open world? Where in the world is Carmen San Diego game? Or to one up that, what if we had an open world Avatar Last Airbender game? That would be <laughs> cool. I would prefer or, or, it not to take place during the shows. I'd yeah, like it no. to be like my own character and like my own experience. Well, that's what story. I mean. Didn't Legend of Korra do something like that? No, because it was still based off Korra. And, and, and still you were in Korra. that same realm of what Josh wants. No, that wasn't an open world game. That was just like a 3D action. I already hear. Yeah, I can already hear of... people saying, "Avatar is not even an anime." Yo, look, the best anime ever is Cory in the House. <laughs> Yo, no, no, we were in the voice channel last night watching indie anime, and oh my god, we saw some stuff. What the fuck is an indie anime? I will show you what an indie anime is. I it's people who like get on MS Paint and <laughs> do some still screens. Yes. <laughs> Here, no, oh, you have to watch this too. Okay. This is weird. this is an indie anime. I'm gonna put it. In it's, the, millennial, it's millennial humor 101. No, no, no. Just watch that. Just watch that. Watch that. I will understand. Okay, so you're a developer, and you have permission to take a game or series and completely change its genre for its next iteration. Which game would you choose, and what genre would you place it in? Wait. wait so wait, here are my examples. Call back to anime adventure games, not Dynasty Warriors. So I just mentioned that. Make Contra Call of Duty into a, a first-person shooter like Killzone, and Freedom Wars into a Souls game, which we're possibly gonna see with Code Vein. Those are my quick answers. Dude, Call of Duty dating sim. A Call of Duty dating sim. I wanna sim? see. I wanna date Captain Price. I'm into this. Yeah, um, dude. I'd like to date Captain Price. I would like to have a, a naughty night with Soap McTavish. You Soap's know? dead, so you can have fun with that. You know what? Ethan the oh Robot God, from IW. It's hard I'd like for to the date dead him. corpse to say no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but all, all honesty, um, I think Mass Effect could just become a third-person shooter. <laughs> no, they, they're hanging on to dear life to the RPG things and just make it a full-on shooter. It wasn't the first one more of a shooter, actually. No, I thought it was the second one that was a big shooter. Kevin, I'm shocked you didn't react to my Contra make a kill zone kind of game. I was. I didn't want to cut anybody off more than I normally do, but yeah! <laughs> um, I don't know. I'll let Josh go first. I gotta think. Um, no, I got a good one. I got a good one. We can turn yeah. Dragon Age Inquisition into an actual RPG. Oh! <laughs> Yo, no, no, no. Let's turn Outlast into a first-person shooter. Let's not, because that game's trash. Why would you want to turn a horror, horror survival game into a shooting game? Because at the end of the game, I'm going to ruin it for everybody. All you do is get <laughs> shot by the SWAT team. All that fucking scary shit you did, all that doesn't matter. SWAT team comes in, you're dead. There's a reason for it, and if you play the whistleblower, you survive. I don't give a fuck, because it's a bad game. I don't even want to play it no more. You say it's a bad game. You turn game. Battlefront into a good game. Hey, yo. Alright, I got one. <laughs> turn, I want, <laughs> turn Battlefront 2 into a grocery list. <laughs> so I want... <laughs> nice. <laughs> I want a uh, a Star Wars beat-em-up, actually. But, like, a good one. So, like, whatever they do with Battlefront, just fuck it. Beat-em-up, man. Not, uh, not the PlayStation fighting I, one that came out? <laughs> hey, Masters of Terracasi is a game. I want a GTA Ooh. that's a rom-com. 
Uh, you, first off, it is if you try hard enough. <laughs> hey, Dead Space Three is a rom com, but you know, uh, like <laughs> no. Let's turn Horizon Zero Dawn into a, a card game. Horizon Zero Dawn <laughs> is fucking perfect. Don't you insult me like that. Uh, I love, I love that game. Actually, it's not perfect. I'd like it's to turn nice. all Naughty Dog games into slot machines. Okay, now we're just getting. Oh, so you want to be Konami? Want to turn Naughty Dog into Konami? I. Uh, all right, let's see. Hold up. So if I had to do, all right, I got it. If I had to make like, all right, so call it's a Call of Duty game, right? Yep. Actually, fuck this. Better idea. So it takes place in between. Uh, it's you're you play a sheik from Ocarina of Time, right? You know that time when Link's asleep when he becomes an adult, like those seven years. It's a sex ed game. No. Yes. Oh, it's yeah. you play. <laughs> You play as Sheik, and it's like Metal Gear Solid, and you, like, sneak around it. No, no, I'm dead serious. You sneak around as a ninja, like, trying to, like, fucking do whatever Sheik's doing in those seven years. Like, while Link's asleep, and he's like, oh, I'm an adult now. I would just say... like a Last of Us game where we see what Ellie did between Left Behind and the first act, first two acts of Last of Us. Uh, she was just dating other girls, you know, being Ellie. Here. Like, hey, Last of Us dating sim. You want a scissor? Last of Us dating sim, man. I'll give you the Firefly. Ooh. <laughs> Dude, see, Josh knows it's up. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking people up here. No, I think it's, take oh. Zelda. <laughs> take Zelda. Don't change up the formula of how the games are played, but do like uh, a one where like now you play as Zelda and you gotta rescue Link. That's what I'm saying. Not, not uh, like in the, not in the um, uh, Ocarina of Time world, but like a whole different thing. Ah, uh, okay. They made that for the CDI. Look, what the fuck is a CDI? I don't have an old school DVD player. Okay. No, <laughs> yeah, it's fucking nobody plays on these weird consoles. You like? JD. Can't play PC games, but 3DO games are acceptable. Exactly. I didn't know what 3DO was until you brought it to my place. <laughs> I didn't know what a 3DO was until I had a bad dream and somebody touched me and they were like, here, you'll feel better if you play this thing. J- okay, JD comes to Windsor and he yeah. has a hotel and he's like, hey, I brought my 3DO. I was like, what the fuck is a 3DO? So he shows me, I, I legit thought it was VCR. You're like, JD, I'm not feeling good. You gotta go home now. <laughs> yeah, you gotta go home. <laughs> it's made by Panasonic, too. Yeah, that's why I thought it was a VCR because it said Panasonic on the front. I was like, what? <laughs> Think we're gonna watch movies? This is a little weird. <laughs> oh, cool. JD wants a romantic night with me. I knew he was trying to catfish me. That's why he. Uh, oh, that's why we went out. Well, speaking yeah. of speaking of uh, <laughs> possibly terrible games, what are some terrible games that you subjected yourself to as a kid? As a kid, or just now? You put Driver on as here. A kid. You're an asshole. Yeah, Driver's good. <laughs> Fuck you. Do you not remember that first mission? Doesn't matter. That's only one. All right. My answer: everything on N64. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I don't like that system anymore. There's a lot of all. games I played on the DS Lite that were just bad. Uh, I, I really, like, I don't think anything on N64 holds up anymore. Most Hardest of, game of so, all time, Curious George on the GameCube. Just putting that out there. What the Why fuck? would you even play that? Yeah, they didn't because expect anyone to buy it. The The girl down the street was like, hey, I, I'll give it to you for 10 bucks because I'm moving, and I had a GameCube. I like Curious George. And, and I was like, like I'll buy this shit. Give it to you for $10 doesn't, ma- doesn't make sense to I me. I was like a little kid. It was <laughs> fucking... I beat it. That game, though, is so hard. It's a 3D platformer. It's probably broken. No, it's not broken. It's just like 
the most challenging game of all time. Uh-huh. Curious George, what's in my owner's underwear drawer? Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I'd have no, to say the most upsetting and most disappointing game would have to be Aragon for the DS. The only reason I say that is because when I was when I I I read a lot and Aragon is like one of my favorite books. So I love the story. Uh the movie crushed my heart. The game made it even worse. I was so pissed when I got that for my birthday. Beat it in like two days, and I was like, Dad, what the fuck was this? <laughs> I really hope that's what you said. You're like, oh, I hope how you like your new game, Josh? What the fuck is this, Dad? <laughs> my dad got me Iron Man for the Xbox three sixty once and I and I went up to him after I beat it. I said, Dad, this game was terrible. First off, your dad just thought you liked Iron Man. He was being a good dad. You know, you guys are unappreciated. No, I see. I, <laughs> I said that to myself. My dad's like, how's the game? I was like, oh, it's awesome. Thanks, dad. And then I walked away. He's like, you fucking asshole. I hate this game You're so like, much. Fuck. <laughs> My dad's a piece of shit for buying me a fucking My game. My parents hate want. me. I'm running away. <laughs> yeah. That'll, that'll show them. My mom progressively decided that as I got more and more into gaming, she was going to, I swear, I swear to God, on purpose, just buy me terrible fucking games. And then you're like, no, Mom, I have a higher bar quality in your face, nerd. <laughs> like, like, all the Kinect games, like, and not even the good Kinect games, the bad Kinect games. Um, what good Kinect games? Child of Eden was good. What the hell is that? Um, that was this weird, like, It was a Kinect game, with, it didn't matter. Yeah. It was yeah. a Kinect game that was good. Um, I, no, the Star Wars game was terrible. Uh, well, Dragon Ball Z. There were these super minimalistic Kinect games that were actually really fun because they were artsy and they worked. Yeah, Fable 3? Like no Fable 3 what, was a bad one. Milroy, what was that? Uh, what was that so my my experiences mostly focused on renting games as a kid. Right. So basically any game I would rent for the NES turned out to be awful and most <laughs> of them were LJN games. LJN? Uh, if you if you're not familiar with LGN, uh, just just check out Angry Video Game Nerd. So I I, I could relate to him quite a, quite a bit fuck with. Does LGN what stand the for? fuck is it? <laughs> Garbage. That's what it stands you for. You don't spell Jaws. I don't. What? Jaws is good. That's all I'm saying. So yeah, there, there was there was countless times in my youth where I'd I'd go to like Blockbuster, or Hollywood Video. Why is LGN also searched up with Jax Pacific? Because uh, now they're the same company. Um, I remember renting. Plane. I remember renting Driver as a kid and not getting past the first mission. Uh, I just kept subjecting myself to the horror and pain over and over again. The one, and then go, going later uh, was my first M-rated game I was ever able. My mom ever let me have was the first Devil May Cry, and That's I an loved it. One. Well, I was super excited for the second one to come out and Whoa. bought it with my own money because I was like, oh, the first one was awesome. No way the second one's going to be terrible. It was <laughs> god awful, and I subjected myself to play the whole thing. Definitely <laughs> No, it was, it was bad. It was a terrible game. To be fair, I never played it. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> It's right up there with a lot of the... Uh, I remember renting Castlevania 2 as a kid and just not knowing what to do. Same thing with Zelda 2. The, the list the list goes on. What is another bad game I played even though I knew it was bad? Scooby-Doo, oh, Night of a Thousand Mysteries. A lot of DS games I played. Oh, though. I remember Glover. I, that my, one was terrible too, my, yeah. My dad's friend either got it for us... I can't remember if he got it for us or if he was just like, this game sucks, I don't want it, your kid's gonna have it. 
I remember, yeah, I remember because all my friends had N64s. I was like the only one with a PlayStation because yeah. uh, everyone wanted Mario. And I remember, I remember that Christmas time when Glover came out or, or came out prior. Everyone seemed to get Glover. Everyone's parents got him Glover. So it was a joke around the neighborhood that, dude, you want to come over to my place? We got to beat Glover. My parents are making me. But we just subject a, subject ourselves to this. Like, you got the Sprite? You got the Coke? Let's sugar up and play some Glover. We hate this. Let's sugar up. <laughs> Let's sugar up. That's a good line. I like that. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you want to come over and be radical and sugar up with me? Yo, JD, if I move to Rhode Island, I'm going to call you. And I say, yo, you want to come sugar up? Yeah. So like I'll bring the Reese's Pieces. <laughs> your I got some Reese's no in issues. my in my fridge. Got some Cocoa Puffs we can eat without milk. Okay. <laughs> you got that Mario cereal? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's an amiibo. Nintendo, it's a cereal. Wow. <laughs> you guys ever like seen You see people scalping I got an edible chocolate online? amiibo for Easter. Come, come down this thing with me. Oh god! Yeah, I'll down that and some chocolate if you have what. You guys ever uh, play? Uh, so we got one last question. Yeah, real quick, Are you guys ready? Real quick. Why is okay. Josh so handsome? Uh, thanks, man. I don't know. Baby, I was born this way. Actually, he was asking why I wasn't on all the podcasts because I'm obviously the best personality. Well, you know, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um. Any of you guys ever played the Metabots game for the GameCube? No. Yeah. I think yes. I did. I think I did. It was fucking awful. And then what's yeah. a Metabot? A Meta. It's like. Uh, Play this game in my dad's office. It's basically he had these robots and you had to go fight them in an arena and they had their own personalities. I don't know. The show the show was more interesting than the game was. And then there was um Digimon. And there was Night of uh or what's it? Thousand Hundred Winks? Yeah, Hunter Winks. It was an old school game, kinda like Alan Wake, but more animated for children for the PlayStation One. I remember wait, wait. Winks. JD I hates Alan Wake, well. doesn't he? What? JD hates Alan Wake, doesn't he? Yeah, I don't think JD likes horror games, so... I like horror games. Oh, well, Do you go. like Alan Wake? Yeah, it's okay. okay. JD thinks the Saturn's a good console, so... Yeah. I didn't care for Vanishing of Ethan Carter. JD thinks yeah, the 3DO is a standard console. Yeah, everyone has one of those. <laughs> Alright, guys, next podcast we're playing Snatcher and Police Knots. <laughs> Every, everyone has access to those, right? We already played Snatcher. <laughs> yeah, you, you played Snatcher. Oh, uh... So, last question. Without giving out specific details with spoilers, what are some games you spoiled yourself on as a kid that you're kind of regretful about now? So his example is Final Fantasy X for himself. Uh, Wait, like, what do you mean? Like, played it all too much, or...? Because Final um, Fantasy X was amazing. So the way... I, I get... Well, he he went into more depth where he would, like, look up the cutscenes on YouTube and whatnot oh. instead of playing the game oh, and it spoiled. ruined it for yourself. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I've never, okay. I've never really done that for myself. I hate looking up walkthroughs. I hate looking up guides, and I hate looking up or hearing things about things I'm like playing or reading. So I don't think I've ever actually spoiled myself on anything. But the only one I could. I'm oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Talk out loud. I talked out loud. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish. I talked out loud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the only thing I think of is Legend of Dragoon, where my buddy told me Lavitz died, and I was like, oh, like Lavitz. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. god! And a disc one. It's not really a spoiler because it happens. No, pretty quickly. I, I know that. That's why. Yeah. I I don't. I never really spoiled much because I wasn't much of a social gamer. But I remember at school one time I heard in uh, Modern Warfare Three, Soap died, and I was pretty upset. I remember. <laughs> yeah, the- I I remember day one. So Final Fantasy Seven came out day one, and 
then the next day, someone apparently had already, like, found out the ending where, uh, What's-Her-Face dies. Oh, yes. Uh... So within within twenty four hours, someone someone found that out somehow. I don't know whether got they got an early copy from Japan or something. I don't. Their dad know. works at PlayStation. Yeah, his dad <laughs> works at PlayStation. He went around the school going, "Oh my God, she dies by Sephiroth," and everyone lost their fucking shit. I would have punched <laughs> that guy in the face. I remember that as a kid. Do you guys um, remember it right on Force Awakens last year when it came out? No, two years ago when it came out. Force Awakens is a very old. No, 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 no. I just want to make this. I want to just. I want to just mention this. But it was the first showing, I believe, in New York. In the, oh, they were getting ready for the second showing. A guy came out of the theater and yelled, "This certain person." Can I spoil that? It, it, it's, it's been, been out for two years. years. Yeah. Han Solo dies. Kylo Ren stabbed him. And it was in the it was like on CNN because this man got beaten half to death by people in Star Wars cosplay. What the, the fuck did you expect? The video is hilarious. Because it's like Jar Jar Binks beating the living shit out of this guy. I heard about that though. But I that mean, that just sounds balls. funny. Yep. I mean, to be mm-hmm. fair, I knew I knew that was going to happen with the second that thing got announced because Harrison Ford does not like Star Wars. Yeah. He hates Star Wars, well, and he hurt himself like three times on that set. So I it's not even. I, I don't think that's even that he hated Star Wars. Just he didn't want to do Star Wars anymore. Yeah, he, I heard. I saw him on uh, Jimmy Fallon. Well, I saw the video after I don't watch Jimmy Fallon, but it was like, uh, <laughs> "Come on, give me, give me something about Star Wars Seven. Give us some kind of exclusive. I'll get, here's a hundred bucks." And Harrison Ford puts his hand on the hundred dollars, takes it, and he goes, "I heard they're making a seventh one." And he just pops it in his jacket. <laughs> 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 Uh, no wonder he wanted to do another Blade Runner. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I so, heard he's doing good. Dude, the so Blade my, Runner my, is my, really my good. Examples, my examples are, you know, before the internet was a thing, it was always people saying shit at school uh, or on the playground, just, you know, people being dicks. Uh, but I have a, I, two instances uh, stuck out to me. I had Snape uh, kill as I was, As I remembered this, was um, when Final Fantasy VIII came out, uh, I had to wait till Christmas to get it, or my birthday, one of those two. Well, one of my friends already had the game, and he goes, J.D., why don't you come over? We can play Final Fantasy VIII. I was like, oh, cool. I, I, I get to play it early. Well, little did I know, he was already on disc four, and disc four isn't that long. No. So I'm like, oh, I guess this is the way this, the game starts. He had me watch and play the ending. But he just, he, and I do, I asked him, I go, do you remember... When you asked me to come over and play Final Fantasy VIII, and he goes, yeah, I told you we were on disc four, and you said it's fine. I go, I don't remember you saying disc four, but I do remember saying it's fine, I'll, I'll play along. So, there was that, and then there was another time, I went over to a different friend's house, because he got all the M-rated games. So basically, any Resident Evil, um, especially the first one, was totally spoiled on it. Because any t- before anything would happen, he had already played the game. Prior, he would go, oh, this is coming. Oh, this is coming. He's one oh, of those dudes. I He's hate like, this. fuck off. I want to play. <laughs> I, I, I just remembered. I watched um, at a guy on my channel, Keith. He loves Final Fantasy X. And I watched him basically play the whole thing. Final Fantasy X is good. It is. But luckily enough, <laughs> <laughs> luckily enough, it's been uh, so long that I forget most of it. So, It is fucking awesome. I, yeah, I, so re- definitely being spoiled on Resident Evil and Final Fantasy VIII like really stuck out to me as a kid. 
Because then just play it, just playing them. Like, well, I already know where this is going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no, I, like I said earlier, I, I did have the Snake Kills Dumbledore spoiled for me. Oh, it's okay, it's just a movie. It was actually a book, but... <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, it's a movie. I'll read. Alright, are you, are we, is next up, are you going into the bad sex games? Uh, yeah. Alright, I'm leaving. I think that does it for the question. You're out, Drew? I'm, I'm bailing, because, you know, you guys know me, I'm the games cast dude, I'm not the retro cast dude. Well, I Plus, I got time. invited to do this podcast, like, yesterday, so I have no idea what we're talking about. Well, that's because I might have been too sick, and let me tell you right now. No, that's that's like, yeah, it was, it was damage control time, that was for That sure. was like the Alrighty, modern well. cast thing. The day of, he's like, hey, so, like, you coming or what? It's like, uh, fine. <laughs> well, like, now, I always remember, I'm happy to hang out and like the new stuff, because, like, I can, sh- I can talk about it, it's just... I'm not going to be much help in the retro games, you know. Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe we can give you more notice uh, to get you to play on the next yeah. thing, possibly. Maybe so. Anyway, thanks for having me, guys. See you, buddy. Bye. Bye, boy. Say bye, Drew. Bye. Oh man, who was that guy? I don't know. Some some dude from Washington. Fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even know the capital of the state he lives in. Uh, I'm still here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's okay. I don't even know the capital of Washington either. Isn't it just yeah, DC? I know. You don't live in Washington it just, and you're not American. It DC? It's a dub it's a W. Okay, first off, no. I, I do know the capital of Washington. <laughs> See, I told you this earlier. <laughs> you do now. No, I did. Washington was like the one place like one of the four places I did know the, the capital of. And I'm I prefer that I'm from Alaska, not Washington. So You are from America. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're from one of those states. I'm a very cultured white person. Yeah, me too. Oh God. I got thanks for, thanks for coming on, Drew. You're welcome. I'll see you guys later. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so our themes, our theme this, this, uh, this episode was picked by Josh and what a, yeah. what an episode, what a theme it was. It's funny the games was harder than playing them. That's for sure. Cause you fucking what is this? <laughs> it was uh, a scene. It is the theme that we came up with was actually an idea that I come up with on the last cast, and it was uh, theme games that have a sex scene in them that aren't porno games. So this is uh, it's gonna be a good time. This is trash. Be a good time. So we got we got two picks e- for each of us, and um, some were actually fun. Most of them were actually <laughs> where? Fun. Yeah, most of them were. Who picked the last two on the list? <laughs> I did. Those games fucking suck. I don't know. Who picked the ones on the fucking systems that oh, nobody true. knows exist? Yeah, JD, I'm hey. sorry, but your picks were boring. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry you feel that way. Well, because you keep picking weird shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I try to pick games like people haven't heard of or definitely haven't played. Yeah, that's the part of the podcast I go, I'm out. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. I'm not gonna... That's the whole idea. Oh, good. I'm, I'm sure someone can understand out there. Yeah, that one guy who worked for 3D, I was like, yeah, we made that. I forgot. <laughs> the guy from EA? <laughs> yeah, Tri- Trip Hawkins is over like, oh, man, we should put loot boxes in those. <laughs> man, we really missed out on the 3DO. If we, how do we had loot boxes back then, it would have been successful. <laughs> how, do we, how do we go back and microtransaction this shit? <laughs> I'll sell you half the CD for 10 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's cracked yeah. down the middle. <laughs> just put t- for three dollars, no crack. Yeah. How about you guys just stop being poor? You ever think of that? <laughs> <laughs>
man. Okay. What are we, t- we talking about first? Josh, your first pick. All right, so the first game I picked was kind of obvious, kind of not, but at the same sure. time. Uh, it's Conker's Bad <laughs> Fur Day, which was my favorite game. Yep. Uh, that exists. So it was one of my favorite games. It's, uh, this game is, <laughs> from the right, right when you turn it on, you know it's going to be an adventure. <laughs> like, uh, just, you start the game drunk as hell, and then you, you call your, I think you call your girlfriend, who is this giant rabbit, who I didn't know there was a way to sexualize rabbits. <laughs> uh, Lola Bunny from Space Jam, excuse uh, me? Sorry, I haven't watched Zootopia yet. Anyways, um... Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's really funny, because the game is just full of shenanigans, and, um, it's just, it's crude, and there's sex, and there's drugs, and there's alcohol, there's and... sunflower with tits. There's a sunflower with tits. There's, who is also, gets, um... Not incept- fertilized by a bee, and you get to watch that whole sequence. And then there's a mountain made out of poo. Oh, he's gonna pollinate the shit yeah, out of it. There's a mountain made out of poo, and then you gotta fight the great mighty poo who happens to sing opera at you and flings poo, and has corn for teeth. Uh, and then at the end, because I don't know how far you guys have gotten, at the end, well, there's like a matrix sequence, which is really cool. There's like a matrix. This game's really outdated now, by the yeah, way. There's like a matrix sequence where you go down the hallway and you shoot the, your guns throughout like all these pillars in the bank or whatever. And then uh, at the end, it's you fight this predator thing in the suit that uh, Ridley, I think it's Ridley that she wears in the in the movie. And uh, yeah, you beat the shit out of a predator and you beat the game. Oh, and you also fight a giant cat that's lactose intolerant. That's the king. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was developed by Rare, came out in 2001, um, for the N64. It's, uh, for those that aren't familiar with it, it's Rare's the people that made Banjo-Kazooie, Donkey Kong 64, just basically all the good N64 games. all zero of them. (laughs) Oh, you poor guy. I played this Uh, on Xbox. Like most games on the N64, this, uh, hasn't aged all that well. Well... Visually. There's, but you can play it on Xbox. There's a few things, right? There's this one for the 64, and then you can get, like, uh, Kevin sat on the Xbox, which was live and reloaded, which is actually my favorite one, because they had the online mode, which you can play War. I remember that. that. That's the live part. That was the best part. Um, and then they have it... Wasn't it also censored, though? No. Who gives a shit? You, can, you have to beat it to uncensor it. Oh, that was the trick. Um, okay. And then... Um, they have it in the rare replay for the Xbox One. It's pretty cool. Yeah, the game the game is absolutely hilarious. Um, I, I I replayed it for the YouTube channel a little bit a, a little bit ago uh, with a friend of mine. Uh, we had a we had a blast, but fuck the the platforming is it's hard. Not as intuitive as I remember it as a it's, kid. The game is actually pretty difficult to control. Yeah, it's it's a it's a nonsense nightmare with that controller. <laughs> yeah, just Are you like telling uh, me, the four controller is bad, dude. The Nintendo sixty four controller is made for a person with three hands. Okay, we get it. <laughs> it's trash. It definitely wasn't the best controller. That's for damn sure. I could play Star Fox real well. True. Yeah, I mean, for for a game that uh, this crude on a Nintendo platform was just it was just unheard of. 
um, the the swearing, the the sexual innuendos throughout the game, uh, having things like a cow eat cranberries so it can fucking shit its brains out. It shits so hard it explodes. <laughs> I got real weird again. Yep. Oh man, it's it's a very strange. Oh, game. and then there's it, a boss where you just fight a giant furnace with brass balls. Uh, obviously, yeah. And then, obviously. and then what you have to do is yeah. you have to smash the balls around with the pan. Right. Yeah. It, now, it's supposed it's supposed to be kind of this platform puzzle game, but it's not really about that at all. It's just about going to the next crude and obscure thing yeah. that the game has to offer. the The puzzles, the puzzles, and the gameplay itself is I didn't like. Like, 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 there's one, there's one moment at the beginning where you have to, uh, you have to, like, chase around this pitchfork and hit him with a frying yep. pan. Well, the frying pan constantly just goes through the sprite instead of actually connecting. Or, too often, more often than not, the frying pan will just go through the wall instead of going, going into the character, going, hitting the character. Yep. Uh, so anytime you have have any sort of mechanic like like that in the game, you'll never hit him. Uh, at the very beginning, in fact, you have to hit a key. Yep. Uh, that's jumping around. Impossible. It's it's ridiculous. There's too many too many instances like that where the the game was clearly could have used some extra care. Well, I mean, what do you really expect from a 64 game? On the Xbox, though, it does get better. They made it a lot easier to use. But uh, on the 64, it was a very rough go. I think this game yeah, is I, only I played popular. this on the 64. Yeah, I think this game is only popular because it was rude and crude, and I don't really. That's think it. That people, that's that's the reason because people like it. Well, yeah. that's the whole, the whole point. Point was yeah, I know, but I'm saying like it's if we look past that, this game's like yeah. Well, what did you guys think of the overworld? Yeah. Uh, well, the overworld. I mean, it wasn't large, so that was nice. Well, it's it seemed large back then. That's for well, sure. Well, the reason it's so large is because each place has its own like inside area so there's different areas to go to so the overworld itself isn't really all that big but there's a lot of places to go like in houses and in bars and there's like a part where you fight nazi teddy bears and you know yes (laughs) well the whole the whole point of the quote-unquote story is for conquer this this drunken red squirrel who's hung over from the night before to just simply return home and go to bed he's just trying to find his way home and he gets caught up in a bunch of shit. And all these shenanigans happen, and he becomes, what was it? He, beca- he eventually becomes king, and that's yeah, his story. he eventually becomes the king. He's uh, like, yeah, I mean, the, fir- the first sequence that you that you open up the game is, and, and I became king. It all started yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so it spoils the game before you start. Yeah. Yes. So fuck this game, man. All right. <laughs> oh, God. I think the next game... Is the best game. So Kevin, you're you're uh, <laughs> you're, you're you're not a you're not a big Conquer fan, then I take it. I'm not an N64 fan, man. Okay. I get it, but don't you don't you see the appeal behind the game? What about on the Xbox? Yeah, it, was, it was it's okay. Yeah, like by all means, like this is one of my favorite games just because of how crude it is. But I, by no stretch is it a fantastic game. No. Yeah, I was I was de- I was definitely disappointed with. I was like, man, I remember going over to friends' houses and just, I well, I guess when you're like nine years old and hearing 
a pitchfork fucking say go fuck yourself or go hang yourself in a barn and then you or see you it. see a pitchfork or you, you see, see the pitchfork try to hang himself he's like oh shit I ain't got no neck <laughs> <laughs> you know that that shit was hilarious and it, it, it's still I mean there's a lot of those jokes that are still really funny today um obviously the humor uh doesn't go over my head nine-year-old brain yeah. anymore <laughs> i really want to hang myself my blood would rush to my head i'd pass out i can't do this <laughs> but there was just the, the the game itself is very frustrating yeah it's it's an okay game it wasn't bad but i don't know i i think i played banjo kazooie 2 recently which makes me like not really care about this this is kind of samey fair enough um i believe it's made in the same engine yeah, all the rare games are made on the same engine. Yeah, let's be honest here. Even Goldeneye somehow, trust me. And Jet Force Gemini, which was god awful. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> man. We got we have a. I think this podcast is getting a history. Whenever we choose an N sixty four game, we realize that they're not as good as we remember. <laughs> what are you telling me that nostalgia is blinding us as adults? <laughs> no way. Well, it's good that we're going back and playing this. Like, don't get me wrong. I still I still vastly enjoyed Conker's Bad Fur Day, but man, I, there, there was a slew of things that just frustrates the hell out of me. Yeah, there was some actually pretty difficult parts. Like, how many times did you... There's another instance uh, at the beginning where you have to climb up on a diving board and butt slam to drain, like, this pool. How many times did you miss the fucking... Like two or three times. Thing that you're supposed to butt slam on. The worst, the worst one, well, not the worst one, but one of the early frustrations is um, right at the beginning uh, when you have to swim away from the giant dogfish. And, like, you know at the beginning where the catfish are teasing you? They're like, hey, you need to go in there and get my money, like, this, this, and that. Right, right. Well, when you get the bitch's money and you swim out, it's like, give my money back. Conker's like, uh, okay, gives the money back. And then the bulldog gets off his chain. The dogfish gets off the chain. He had to swim up river as his fucking fish is chasing you. That was a pain in the ass. But for those playing, the, my, this is my normal life. But the, for those playing the game, the best way to do it is to jump and fly. Jump and fly makes you go faster. <laughs> I must have missed that f- initial first jump like four times. <laughs> it's it's a pretty tough jump to get. But me personally, I've played it so many times. It's like yeah, here it is. Man. But Man, yeah, it's still really yeah. funny. <laughs> it's, a, it's an okay game. Yeah, my no, like I said, by no stretches it an amazing game. It is one of my favorites because it's an early one that I played and still hold dear, but it's by no means a great game. How old were you when you played this? Uh, I was like six. How? Where were your parents? Um, I No comment. Got it. So it came out in 2001, so I Oh, was... no, then I wouldn't have been six. <laughs> I would have been seven or yeah, eight. I was gonna say. I would have been seven or eight. Then oh, I was. Th- I was thirteen when it came out. You old. <laughs> you old. <laughs> so I wasn't nine, like oh, I thought I was. Yeah, I was thirteen. I must have been. Yeah, I was nine. Seven or eight. So yeah. even then, still hearing a pitchfork <laughs> swear and whatnot, I was just super. <laughs> can't funny. hang myself. I ain't got no neck. Shit, you can't even kill yourself, right, man? <laughs> well, especially growing up in Texas, where like it's super conservative, so you're just you, you have to be like in a dark room, yeah. <laughs> like no, turn it down, the volume down. We can't have our parents yeah, here hear what we're playing. Didn't the Bible tell you not to play these devil games? <laughs> the Bible knew all about devil games back then. Well, don't you know? <laughs> well, speaking of a devil game, <laughs> uh, transitions. Oh God. Josh, your second uh, the pick. Next game I, blow jobs. The next, no, not blow jobs. The next game I picked was called X-Man. 
not X Men. Yeah. As Kevin got confused with the other day, X. Yeah, I was. Uh, I I played the wrong game. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Um, now I actually picked one that it's on a console. It's on the Atari Twenty Six Hundred, so it's not that popular. For not console. mainstream enough. Not mainstream enough. So I'm surprised I didn't get vetoed. But uh, yeah. X Men is you're this guy. And you have to get through this maze, and as you see, you've got an erect penis, and you're going through this maze, of course. and there's a few traps. There's, like, there's scissors, there's these teeth, and there's one other trap, and they're trying to cut your dick off. So, what happens is you gotta try to get through this maze, and when you get through this maze, you are rewarded with a gratuitous sex scene with an 8-bit man having sex with an 8-bit woman bent over. And when you know it's about time to be finished and the golden moment has arrived, uh, the screen flashes a bunch of different colors, and you get to do the maze again. Now, a uh, question. Answer. As I'm watching this video to review myself, I am watching the, the <laughs> I'm watching the pixelated man uh, hit the hit the lady from behind there. Yeah. And there's like a, a flashing pixel under her nipple. What is, I'm trying to figure out what that's. That is to be. her nipple. Okay, so it's just like what is it flopping in the at, with the motion? <laughs> yes, yes. Just, so just 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 the nipple moves. Her her rest of her body just kind of hangs out yeah, there. Yeah, man. Have you never nipple. had have you never had sex before? Like, dude, I totally yeah. The boobs feel like sandbags. Oh well, that's good because I've, I, I I've totally done yeah. it like. Like I've had the sex like ten times now. Like I had, I had, I had at least like four sex. Yeah, before. at least like, three to seven sex. Like, so yeah, all of that. And you obviously <laughs> don't know how boobs work. Then, <laughs> no, no, I do. It's just you, you, you stick your dick in a girl and you pee in her. That's how it <laughs> works. One. So there's all of about there's all of about like three levels in this game, as far as I can tell. I, I it's the they're all they're they're all very similar. Um, where you have to avoid the scissors, crabs, <laughs> or teeth. That's it. And it's just a maze, and you try not to get your dick cut off, and then you're rewarded with sex. Well, it's not even a maze. It's a, it's a linear path. Well, it's yeah. supposed to be a maze, but yeah. Well, it didn't amaze me. <laughs> right uh, now, I'm so lonely. I mean, I, play, I played it for all of 15 minutes, and I was like, oh, I'm already getting the same sex scenes after I complete the, the board. As you should be in real life. As you wipe the board with this bitch's face, you then take her from behind and did, change colors. Yeah, I did thought I did. I did think it was kind of funny that uh, so you start with a set score, right? Yeah. And the the score will uh, decrease in value as the level uh, the more you're on the level. So it encourages you to finish as fast as you can. Yeah. However, yeah. there's only like Unlike one or two girlfriend. places what? per board that you can. Avoid the uh, the teeth, crabs, or or scissors from killing you slash biting or snipping your dick off. This game is this game, Lorena Bobbit. This game will be the only time that you're rewarded for going as fast as you can. Right. Yeah. And uh, well, the the whole the whole point is that so you have your you have your uh, decreased score, right? Well, what. When you're done having, as you have sex with the, the 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 Atari pixelated chick, you see the you see a life bar go up and your score go back up to what it used to be. <laughs> so your score does not matter, right? So that's kind of it. Kind of defeats the purpose of even an Atari game, which which usually is get a high score. Well, you're scoring all right. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. 
somehow this game is ridiculously hard to find and in a physical copy there's only about like 40 known cartridges in existence yeah all the porn games are rare (laughs) not made by rare though no well no they were was this was made by Universal GameX. No, it's the they, only game they ever made. They, they worked there before they worked at Rare, trust me. <laughs> My uncle works at Rare. I get it. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, not much else to say about no. the game. I mean, it, it was it was, it was was good for a laugh, and that was about it. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Conker was, was crude. When did you bang anybody in Conker's? What? No, you didn't have sex with some of the... It was implied that the uh, the bee was having sex with the flower. Uh, oh, so it's implied. Yeah. I sense a loophole here, JD. Oh, deal with it, Kevin. Alright, cool. Thanks. Hey, listen, okay, I'm just happy he didn't fucking veto... Not everything can be Heavy Rain and The Witcher where you're actually seeing shit happen oh, on God screen. This is, um, this is retro. This wasn't allowed oh, back God then. War. I'm just surprised it, it, that he didn't veto any of my fucking games this time. Oh, fuck. I, I did gotta, not. I didn't veto anyone's game. Once. Okay, wait, hold up. As I'm watching this video, she's uh, pleasuring the man orally. This is not a sex scene. Uh, what am I watching? I don't think... Uh, that is a sex scene. Uh, In fact, this was probably the most... Uh, <laughs> ironically, this is the most visual uh, sex that we saw out of all the games on the yeah. list. I just want to throw it out there. Um, these graphics look really good for an Atari game. <laughs> uh... There's other men coming. I am not on YouTube anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you oh, man. All right, oh. Kevin. What was your first pick? This is uh, our third game. Which way are we audience? going? Which way are we going down the list? Because I don't remember which was first listed. Just pick one. It's fine. go 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 thirteen. Am I right, everybody? Yeah. So I guess you can describe it. I don't want to call it a Metroidvania, but you're Asian James Bond. Yeah. Going around the streets of... Uh, you're Duke Togo. James I know what the fuck I said. You're uh, James Abundu, W. Sefer. <laughs> and, uh... God. You're walking around the very racist streets of London and... Berlin. You, Berlin. Uh, <laughs> the only part of the game. Now, you matters. do go to... You go to... It all looks the same. That's that's mostly the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. And you're just doing spy stuff. It's mostly like a 2D platformer, but as you're walking along... The screen will flash, a guy points a gun at you, and you go into these first-person, like, targeting sections, which were actually my favorite part Those of the Those parts are pretty cool. Yeah, and, uh, you just kind of go point-to-point, find who you gotta talk to, and then bang a lady in a hotel room on an NES game. And that's basically Go-Go. Yeah, yeah no, that's pretty much it. Well, there's a lot well, more to it The only other interesting that, uh... things about the game was be, instead of walking, which kind of got boring... Uh, they also had a part where like you can go underwater and shoot shit. Go underwater. Could, the first person maze section suck. First person maze section suck. Yeah. Well, well. Okay. We'll get. We'll get to that. This was the. This was the game I played the third most, I believe, just because I wanted to see where the um, what the uh, what the secret he was uncovering. You know. Because I, I I like the anime Golgo Thirteen. It's from the eighties. Oh, he definitely plundered some oh, yeah, secrets. That's right. It's an anime. Yeah. Forgot. Uh, it's developed by Vic Tokai. Are you guys familiar with Vic Tokai? They made Gogo 13. And the well, Mo- oh, the Moffat Conspiracy, which is a sequel. Yeah, well, so they're not, they, I mean, they made a bunch of games, but nothing too big. Probably, I would say their biggest release was Kid Cool and Decap Attack on they Genesis. They did it on Kid Cool, really? 
Uh, yeah, they did it. Uh, they did Kid Cool for the Nintendo though, not the Genesis. Oh, I didn't know they made that. Yeah. So I mean, they they had a lot of low end releases. That that's kind of the the company's history. Yeah, well, Victor um, Kai doesn't sound like a developer. It sounds like this guy you know that was like, "Yo, I made an NES game. Come try it." <laughs> well, it's mostly a communications company. Oh, that's why. Yeah, I think it's a internet company now, actually, in Japan. <laughs> Yo, Vic, come over here, play my new Nintendo game. So there's twelve levels in total, or twelve acts, uh, and what ends up happening is. As Kevin said, you're you're more or less James Bond, and you're going throughout a stage. So, like, in the first one, you're in East Berlin, and you're trying to avoid uh, communists from killing you while getting information to this, uh, to destroy this, like, terrorist group uh, from the, and the leader is Drek. So you're getting these, you're getting whether it's documents or... Or uh, as Golgo's famous in the anime for his uh, his custom M16. Yeah, I was uh, I was waiting for that part to pop up a lot in the game, then I realized it came way later. And yeah, was... the M16 doesn't come until about Act Four, and it's stolen from him. <laughs> yeah. So you never really get the M16. You still you 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 got the gun that responds way too slow. The uh, he jumps like dead. a monkey around stages, which yeah, is also hard a, to control. He has a moon jump. <laughs> he jumps to the tops of buildings. But if you tap the button, he he jumps normally. No, I so that, that was help. If you jump. if you hold A and B, he does this like jumping sidekick, oh, that's which comes in, that. which comes in. I I didn't I didn't figure it out until much later. Uh, but it's very useful for uh, getting close to a lot of the just minions that shoot close to you. Uh. So there, there are some nuances behind the behind the bad controls that'll make the game much easier because the game is known for being hard, but also being pretty bad because of the controls. Um, the most frustrating gameplay aspect for me was definitely the even though the idea of the first person view sections, which would come out as you're just going wandering through the stage because once you get to a certain point in any stage the gun will come out as Josh said and you'll go into a first person view well the reticle uh, will either respond too sensitively uh, on the in, in on land in which then shit will constantly hit you off screen so you won't even see what's hitting you but it, you'll start losing life well you, you have little arrows at point like hey this way yeah, but you're already getting hit, and you can't see it. So that was irritating. But it, the the trick is to take out the, any ground troop first by just holding right. And just holding holding the button. You just you just you just never let go of right, and then you press A to shoot the ground troops, and then you can take out uh, the helicopters and the and the planes and whatnot. Uh, but what the game does to fix, at least try to at least try to fix uh, this glaring problem with this first person view mode is each time you kill an enemy you get life back yeah and depending on which enemy you kill will give you more life and you're you have a max of 200 life so like if you kill a regular ground troop it'll give you 20 if you kill a helicopter it'll give you i think it was like 50 or 60 health back Um, essentially the underwater 
the radical moves too slow. So it does the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like those parts. Those parts were neat, but um, the, I think the best parts were the, uh, the before the mazes, but the boss areas. Like the bases. Yeah, those are cool. Like the bases it. were really fucking hard out of nowhere, but it was really fun. Yeah, I safe stated the fuck out of those. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> the um, when you get to Act Three, that's when the game's difficulty level just spikes hard. Like it's not even fair. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. But let's talk about those three D mazes. Yes, please. Okay, They're so bullshit. In act, when you get to Act Four, you encounter your first. First person view maze. Which on the NES uh, 3D first person? It's not so good. It was impressive that they did it, but. (laughs) Sometimes just. It's a nightmare to navigate. Just because you could doesn't mean you should. Exactly. It was, yeah, it was really hard to navigate. If you were in a long stretch of hallway and you hit up, like, the scene didn't change. And sometimes guys would pop out, but, like, you didn't see them in the draw distance that doesn't exist. So you'd be like, up, up, oh, God, I'm getting shot. What do I do? And then your reticle is, yeah, like, yeah. So, hard to move. Yeah, so when you when you encounter the dude in the maze, he has an automatic rifle. And what you have to do is you have to press A for the reticle to then come up to shoot him. And then you have to then press left or right as quick as you can and press A again to shoot the guy. And because he has this automatic rifle, and if you don't respond fast enough, he takes away what could be a hundred health in a matter of a second. Yeah. Also, the uh, there are grenades which you use to blow up walls. Booby traps. So these walls would come down. Uh, you fall through floors. So then now you don't know what floor you're on. You're disoriented. It was bad. I don't like that the part. Booby traps. Oh yeah, that was the wars. most. That was also the the most frustrating part about the like like it wasn't hard enough to navigate already. Uh, they have trap doors throughout the maze that'll make you fall to a previous level that you've been on. <laughs> so it took me it took me a long time to figure out that when the wall comes down, you have to use the grenade to blow it up. Because I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'll go the other way. Trap door. Fuck. And then I forget where I'd already been or where the traps are. So I had to I had to basically make a mental map of where each trap was and then I was like and then I was like well the only thing left to do is blow up this wall but I had already died by machine gun di- guy like 30 times <laughs> yeah it was a uh, like overall the game is good but it's, it's, just it's has, okay it's passive it's like it it's issues. like conquers it's okay it's not amazing but it's dece yeah um almost right away in the game uh go <laughs> Duke Togo here, GoGo13, he he always meets a mysterious woman in a dress. Cherry. And she, like, out of, it, it almost seems out of nowhere, she's like, come back, why don't you meet me at uh, the Alexandria Hotel? <laughs> and he meets up with her, and they have, like, a short little conversation, and then they kiss in the window, and the lights turn off, implying that they banged. Yeah. Uh, it's not implied, your health goes up, so obviously. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> oh shit! Oh man, Having nobody sex put gives you life. Nobody put Zelda two on the list, did they? That's technically not a sex scene. That's just you don't fucking that's know. That's just it says her name is Error and she helps you. No, that's okay. You got it all wrong. 
so yeah, go- no one did put Zelda 2 on the list. Huh, so, what do you so, know? So Go-Go is pretty cool? It's a pass. I mean, I died 74 times before getting before uh, completing Act 6. Did so. anyone beat me? Nope. No. So I did. And uh, Turbo nerd. Button is a must. <laughs> Shut up, man. Yeah, Turbo Button is a must. Because uh, you have to destroy all these targets in a first-person mode while guys are shooting you in like a minute and a half. And you have to either manually press A every time or Turbo. Or Turbo. Oh. Turbo's the move. Well, I was really happy that also when you kill an enemy, you get bullets. Yeah. Or the blood splatter. Which maxes out at 400, I believe. The blood splatter was my favorite yeah. part. Well, for a Nintendo game? I I did li- I did like how this game begins with the uh, with this helicopter crashing into the Statue of Liberty and it has like this big biological warfare weapon. That's yeah. the whole idea is to get it from the KGB. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, I just thought it looked cool to be like, Explosions! World's in danger. I'm Duke. No, not Duke. It's James Bunder. James Bunder W seven. Hello, please. This game was actually uh, censored. Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. So the Drake Empire was originally supposed to be a kind of a resurrected Nazi party. Oh, they were fine with that part's too much, but the getting laid in a hotel room—that's cool. <laughs> uh, well, the final boss is a cyborg Hitler, so uh, yeah, really, really hitting the Wolfenstein there. But this game came out in '88, so it's before that. So, so Nintendo robot had... Hitler was before happened before Wolfenstein. Mecha Hitler lives on in all our hearts. Let's be. <laughs> So there was actually one uh, censorship that got that got passed over. The banging guys, in the hotel room. Yes, I don't know. I, well, no, no, no. There, there was one in particular because um, German gaming laws say you can't have swastikas. Okay, so in uh, in the base infiltration in the in the Greece, so that's Act Five. Those are uh, SS soldiers as fuck. There's still a swastika uh, left on the wall in the base. Ooh. I didn't even notice. Yeah. So when you go to your... Go to, like, the inventory area, you can still see it. Oh. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, a swastika. Holy crap, it's still there. <laughs> Those so enemies... I'd never, I'd never even seen a, 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 a swastika in a game before. Oh, there's one in Zelda, the original. Is there? Well, oh, the, well, the, okay, the, yeah. The, uh, the, it's the, the, it's the, the Buddhist the symbol. Kind of. Listen, I, Kinda. I'm, I'm stretching here, okay? Yeah. It is but I know Buddha, what you mean. It's the Buddhist peace thing. Yeah. They should probably change that. <laughs> Think of a new one, guys. Well, Kevin, you uh, you have another pick. Grand Touch Asshole 3. That was a bad joke. <laughs> Grand Touch Auto 3. Because when <laughs> fucking... Try, I guess. When Josh was like, I'm picking games with sex scenes. I'm like, what the fuck? We can't play the guy game. It's illegal. You cannot have the guy game on there. So I stretched and I was like, yeah, you bang hookers in GTA. And JD was like, that game's not old enough. You can't play that. And they were like, nah, motherfucker. Yeah, Kevin and I, we, we came together as a team. We said, no, JD, we're done with you vetoing our games. Boom. Fix. Yeah. I so, was so, ca- I didn't realize the game was that, was that old. It came out in October 2001. Yeah. I could have sworn it was like a 2003 like, or 4 like game. That was like last cast nope. where I was like, my pick has made the official 15-year list. 
by a few months. Get at me, bro. <laughs> Suck it. So it's an open. Who doesn't know what GTA Three is? Do I gotta explain this? Uh, just just going to the bare bones. <laughs> it's the game that started it all. 3D open world sandbox. You can do what you want. You play as Mr. Italian Man in a leather jacket. Tommy Versetti. <laughs> Mr. Italian Man. <laughs> he, I don't think he has a name, does he? Tommy Versetti's Vice um, City. I know he's a. Uh, I, to be honest, when he said GTA 3, I thought it was the one in San Andreas. No, but that's San well, Andreas, which is the best it one. It is the best one. Yeah. No, this one is, uh. You play, yeah, Leather Jacket Man, and it's really just. I, I, I honestly I didn't play the story. I just kind of fucked around in GTA the yeah, whole time. I didn't play the story either. It is yeah, I just, cop chases, I just ran people over, stole cars, Grand Theft Auto things. My my favorite thing to do is put bombs in cars and then uh, have the ignition turn on when people get back in them and they go boom. That was cool. <laughs> yeah. I so didn't... I actually I actually uh, focused only on the story Nerd. here and inputting no cheat codes. <laughs> Well, I mean, as you know, when the game first came out, that's all anyone did was put in cheat codes, infinite weapons, get your star rating up, and cause that's what mayhem. You're supposed to do. So I wanted to approach this game for the podcast as focusing on Nerd. the story. <laughs> Go ahead. How many hookers did you bang in the story? Well, anytime I wanted to get my health back, uh, a lot. <laughs> and then you beat the shit out of them. No, you right? ran them over you with your car and got your money back. back. You didn't even get out of the yeah. car. They did. Uh, my 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 preference was get out of the car, get the bat, and beat him to death. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Get the bat. Yes. Uh, so I had to actually pay attention to the story and and kind of get to know the characters that are in the game. Everyone's as as Kevin said, like standard Italian guy. Everyone's like Luigi, Joey, Don Salvatore, Capo. You know these this guys. Is hey, what are you How doing? Are you? Everyone's got their New Jersey, New York thing going on as well. Uh, uh, Luigi is your kind of your first um, contact. So what happens is the main character is uh, arrested because he's betrayed by his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And um, are we all <laughs> while being transported in his prison van? Um, what what actually happens is one of the uh, prisoners was getting bro- was getting broken out uh and he just happened to be in the same transport van so this this other uh, this other mafia dude was uh being being lifted right? right so uh the main character your your first job is to take is to go to a safe house and then uh this dude whose name's eight ball as you find out uh he gets you work and into the Leon crime family. So you end up meeting Luigi with the, uh, who owns Sex Club 7, uh, uh, which as, you do a lot of business with. As don't we all. As you do. And, um, yeah, you, you encounter, you, you do with the Mafia and you encounter a couple other major uh, crime organizations like the, uh, the, dr- the drug cartel Colombians uh, and the Triads in Chinatown. And I believe there's also the Yakuza, which is in a different uh, city altogether. So the more missions you complete, then you can unlock another island. So you're in Liberty City, and Liberty City is separated into, into uh, a couple islands. And that's that's the whole game. And you try to basically... You just do all these crime missions, basically. That's the, that's the game at its crux. Uh, you go to... Um, 
a lot a lot of stealing car missions to get money a lot of popping popping guys every mission really kind of boils down to kill this guy yeah it's it gets very repetitive in the missions that's for sure go here so don't even play the missions just kill people on your own done well, yeah, I mean, I mean, let's face it. Grand Theft Auto, all the fun, all the fun, really, really is just causing mayhem and doing random yeah. shit. But when you focus only on the game, I mean, sure, you have to, you, you, you need to do missions to unlock more stuff to do in the game. At least in this, in this iteration. Well, to be fair, Rockstar does do a pretty good job with the stories. Uh, well, they do now. I mean, the story. I mean, I think the stories where they started taking off in San Andreas. Yeah, it became it became a little bit more focused because they were definitely I I, I Sorry, believe not, they definitely saw after the fourth one that wow, if we don't change change up the missions or make the story more interesting, the game's very repetitive. It's, yeah, the gameplay people are gonna eat up the gameplay anyway, but when you make the story interesting, it gives more incentive to actually play it. Right, and that's what Grand Theft Auto Three was lacking. Now, don't get me wrong; it was still fun to just cause random shit, you know, have a drive-by to a hooker and then steal her money. <laughs> uh, rocket launcher, getting tanks from did, the uh, army depot. You know, just random shit. Did Super anyone fun. play on their phone? No. No. Because, good, you probably should <laughs> I busted out my PS2 and, and played it that way. I tried the first mission on my phone, and then I was like, no more. It was bad. It's a bad game, <laughs> a bad time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was. It's still. It's still super fun. Um, I just. I. I just don't. I just wish the the story was more. Uh, or no, I didn't really care about the story too much. It was the missions themselves. They got repetitive. That was my main issue. Uh, it controls quite well, actually. I found. Yeah. Didn't didn't have no, any issues. Vice City has weird controls, if I remember right. Yes, Vice City was the one that that's what, the that's sequel. Right now. That one that? was kind of kind of weird. So, yeah. Josh, everything has been touched on. You guys have all said what I'm going to say. So, no one okay. else has been touched. The hookers, hey. am I Because <laughs> sex games. My my favorite my favorite thing. What I remember. I okay. Little childhood memory, or child. You know, thirteen year old memory. Uh, was. You get some special vehicles, like with the open tops, mm-hmm. and you put a hooker in there. Because my my whole thought process as a t- as a young teenager was, oh, if there's no top on the car, I can see them bang. They just right? sit there in the yeah. car rocks. They just sit there in the car rocks yeah. left and right. <laughs> you ever um? There's a, speaking of relative PS2 graphics, there's a mission where you got to carry a dead body around, and I was in the truck was like, whoa, a dead body. So I purposely tried to knock the trunk off the car to see what a dead body would look like. It's a really bad PS2 model shoved in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> Fantastic. I was... Yeah, I fucked around a lot. Cop uh, chases is my favorite part of Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, obviously. Uh, shall we move on to Let's, my picks? Get it. No, because your fucking picks are random your as shit. Boring, but yes, let's go. Okay, again, I'm sorry you guys felt that way. Uh, I was out. On, I was I was out on Twitter last night talking about this game. Um, it's called Dune on the Sega CD. Also came out on MS DOS and the Amiga. Uh, the game is actually uh, not available for purchase anymore. 
as far as oh, I can tell. Oh, yeah, right. it's on the fucking Sega darn. CD. But you can get eBay copies oh, on the Sega darn. CD. It's on the Sega CD! Oh, this game, you can't buy it anymore, because, you know, they don't make those no more. Well, it's not on good old games, so they, they haven't done anything with oh, it no, since I, then. But anyways, I didn't think about uh, game actually ha- comes with a lot of controversy. Uh... It was it was it was involved in groundbreaking achievements in uh, the real time strategy genre. Uh, you know there was more to the pick than just the strange sex scene that entailed in the game. About three hours in, yes, it takes three hours and to get to that point. The best part is with the cool with the sex scene. It's it was basic because the guy's like it's like my sister. So you basically fuck the guy who's telling you what to do, sister, or something like that. What is it? Yeah, so I'll, I'll eventually we'll eventually get to that. It's it's very strange how the how the game puts it. So for those not familiar, Dune uh, is a is a novel <laughs> is based Dune, Dune is a novel from the '60s, a movie in the '80s, and the the game is is based directly based off of that. And the developer Cryo had to actually buy the the uh, the main guy of Cryo bought the rights to make a a dune game that is um relative to the story and very faithful and he wanted to make it almost exactly the same got copyright claims so, on the music and it still got copyright claims yes uh because where the other where the problem was during development of dune there was another company may, uh that was given the task to make another Dune game, and they were making straight a straight real-time strategy game uh, based on the 1989 Herzog's Spy game, which was the the first re- yeah, RTS game. Yeah, remember how you said this game takes three hours to get started? Nah. What? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's a, it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> so... I'm sorry you feel that way, Randy there was Jackson. A lot of, there was a lot of controversy between the two games because the, the second developer thought that this one that we played on the Sega CD was canceled, so both games came out in 1992. Hey. hey. Yeah. We're young. I wasn't born yet. <laughs> oh, I, I was there. <laughs> I was four years old. <laughs> nice. So... Uh, your 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 the main character the the story the, the game is incredibly plot heavy. It's basically an adventure game, not so much point and click, but more along the line of what we played on the on a previous podcast episode, Snatcher, where it's this text based adventure. You click in uh, to dialogue with characters, and when a certain task is given, that's when it goes into this RTS type screen. Okay, so your main character uh, goes to a planet called Dune, and Dune is famous for it's 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 famous around the universe for producing the only known uh, element called spice. And what spice does is it's this very important thing used in space travel. Uh, So think of like Star Trek going through uh, warp warp mode. what Spice does is it allows, and you find this out uh, about an hour and a half in the game, what Spice actually does. A lot of the natives on the planet of Dune have these blue eyes. And 
when you're exposed or do a lot of do a lot of spice, think of like crack cocaine, essentially, uh, it becomes a drug. And the spice allows them to see the future. So when you go into warp mode, warp drive, you're able to see that, you know, you're not going to run into a planet or warp right into an asteroid or something. So that's the whole premise behind behind it. And this main character is tasked with going to Dune and basically raising, uh, uh, um, mining a bunch of spice, taking control of the natives and... Uh, having the natives fight for him to kick out this, like, militia dude who wants the spice for himself. That's that's the whole crux of the game. It is, it is, it is very populous. It is very much in the realm of that. A lot, a lot of uh, gameplay was taken from populous. Josh, you get any of that? Yeah, uh, basically, Soma is bad. Soma is bad, yeah. It's a bad horror not, game. Not the game, you fucking dink. Oh, uh, whoa. <laughs> don't call me Mr. Dink. <laughs> that was my father. Anyways. <laughs> no, it, it reminds me a lot of, um... Was it the story Brave New World? Yeah. So, that's kind of what I got out of this whole thing. Um, I mean, the story sounds good and all, but the game was just so boring. Other than that, I mean, the, one of the key features... One of the key things that I seen was, like, the graphics was very nice for it, like flying around and shit was nice. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll I'll get into that when but, you um, uh, when you say so your piece. The graphics were nice. What was also a really nice touch was uh, this the for the um, Sega CD. It was actually better animated than when it came out for the PC at first. Yeah, the MS DOS version was kind of yeah, broken. So when the, it came the out. animations, everything was voiced over, and uh, I mean it was just. Little things like that were really interesting. The gameplay, though, for me, unfortunately, was kind of dry, which sucks because I really do like RTS games, but I just couldn't get into it, so I didn't play too much of it. So you then would probably be interested in Dune 2, which they had to call it to, on the uh, Sega Genesis. Maybe, I don't know. That's a more true-to-form true RTS, while Dune, this Dune that we played was more adventure-based. Possibly, I mean... I, uh, I don't know. Maybe. I, I didn't look into Dune 2 at all, so. Yeah, because I was curious, because when I thought, when I picked this, when I first picked this game, that uh, it was going to be more RTS type stuff. And I came to find out, obviously, that I was thinking of Dune 2 the whole time. How dare you? But Dune 2 doesn't have a sex scene. Ah, well, it doesn't matter. So as, as you're, so... All the all, the natives live in these things called sieches, uh, and just call them mines. They live in yeah. mines. Uh, one, a couple cool things about the game uh, is you're you're given a uh, helicopter, yeah, right, and that's how you travel from siege to siege. And as Josh, you said, it's got this cool sequence in between uh, travel where you go over the terrain. So, you know, some of the characters would be like, hey, you know, this this siege might have a lot more spice to mine. Go there. It's southwest. Yeah. So you're like, okay, you look at your terrain map. Okay, I got to go southwest. And as the helicopter's going over the terrain, if you're going over uh, a rocky terrain with valleys, you'll see a rocky terrain with valleys as the helicopter's going. That's really cool. I was not expecting anything yeah. like that. Uh, and you do have the option to skip those scenes. So you're not just endlessly going in between. 
That was very useful. It was very cool. I mean, those, um, like I said, it's got interesting picks, but honestly, I have to say this was, uh, this, it's very this dry. Yes. Boring one you picked and both of them were pretty boring. I was very strangely into this. I admit that it's that it's an incredibly dry game. This is going to be this is not going to be for the majority of people, that is for sure. There was just something there it's it's got to be the geologist in me where I'm just like, "Oh, I can mine shit and then sell it and yeah, that was, and raise an army to make more of this mining stuff." Like, yeah, that's okay. Minecraft. Minecraft, yeah. Yeah. It's um Couple couple things that I thought were really funny, uh, that you you guys might find funny as well. Uh, if you walk more than one screen, the char- the sun will go down and the character will freeze to death. Oh, <laughs> nice, interesting. Because they have to, yeah. Because they 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 in the beginning dialogue of the game that the natives have these suits that they wear. Uh, where they're where the suit will provide moisture from the air and and have the give them water. Okay, yeah. but if the sun goes down and you're not wearing that, and it also provides heat. But if you're not wearing the suit, you'll either dehydrate to death during the day, or you'll <laughs> freeze to death at night. Now, after you get the suit, if you walk like two screens over, what or or even take a land vehicle. Which is, I don't know why it gives you the option, but just for this moment, these giant 400-foot worms will eat you. <laughs> That's always fun. So there's tremors in the game. <laughs> Seems normal. Yeah, so well, it, it prevents you from doing doing any sort of travel other than the helicopter. And then you also have to be wary, uh, later on, there's enemy forces... So, like, the militia group that wants to take the spice for their own, they get their own natives on their side. They'll shoot your helicopter down. That's always fun. So, yeah. And and then the whole game is just playing that story, uh, getting the planet on your side and, and selling a bunch of the drugs. <laughs> the future, the future look <laughs> drug. <laughs> I... So, I, 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 I hype the game up for, for more... Yes, it's dry, but... There, there's a lot more to it if you uh, if you don't see it as a uh, a boring trug slug, then you you could see maybe what I see. Hey, Navo. <laughs> uh, I mean, you you're doing a good job trying to sell it, but I just I can't really get into it. Point and click is weird. Well, it's not point and click. It's more just click on text. That's worse. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. It's just not my cup of tea. I'm glad you enjoyed it, though. Yeah, I was strangely into into this game. I was playing it most of last night. It was the last one I played for the podcast. Fucking nerd. (laughs) Nerd! (laughs) Well, I'd find myself making the agenda as the the dialogue was, was, uh, was going on. Ah, well, like, at least okay, you did cool. something useful. You're like, ah, these characters are talking about. I was definitely stupid. multitasking during the game. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're not keeping your attention like that, what do you mean? You know, <laughs> it's because it's uh, playing down the next. All right, now for the last game on this list. Yeah, yeah. Now, what is our last game? So the last game, the last game is Star Control <laughs> Two on the 3DO. <laughs> also came out on MS DOS. <laughs> <laughs> This game is so boring and bad that it's free now. <laughs> nice. It is, it is available. It is available for free on the PC. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's so boring. 
You you so let me ask you this. Do you like Star no. Trek? Not really. Do you like Mass Effect? I've never games? played Mass Effect. I like the I've second one and I've never Effect. played three. Oh, I forgot we forgot to mention the, the sex scene that entails in the uh, in well, Dune. I, I touched on uh, it real quick. You did touch on it, but uh, just to reiterate, the um one one of one of the uh, native one one of the dudes goes to the main character and he's like, You need to take a wife. And he points out this like sixteen year old girl and you randomly uh, meet up with her in a desert. Nice. And they embrace each other. They they have a super corny dialogue, and they embrace each other. And bang is implied. Uh, and what's weird? What's weird is the dialogue of the game basically refers to this this one girl as everyone's sister. Oh, cool! So then, after you're done banging, I've seen this video. The dude who <laughs> wants you to, yeah. The dude who wants you to hook up with her in the first place, he pops up out of nowhere. You're still in the desert, so you you presumably just got done having your way with her. And he's just like, so, how was it? How was my sister? Did she treat you well? And you're just like, whoa, whoa. Oh, man. I, <laughs> where did you come from, first of all? Where are you all? watching? <laughs> Mom, I'm just playing video games. Stop. Don't come in. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So, that, that, was, that was Dune, yeah. That was right. that was when I stopped playing. I played up until that point. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so Star Control 2 on the 3DO and free on the computer now. It was developed by Toys for Bob. <laughs> it came out in 1992 as well. This game was so boring. They made such great games as the Skylanders games. <laughs> <laughs> and Disney Disney's Extreme Skate Skate Adventure. <laughs> Just excuse me as I jump out my fucking window. It's such a weird way if, this company went. This game is definitely you know what, okay in the well, podcast. Here's the short here's a short and simple. You're a spaceship. Okay. You're a spaceship. You go and collect minerals, and you go to other planets, and each planet has its own problem, and you solve them with the minerals you mine on each planet done. Okay, so where's the banging part? I, th- I think there's... Okay, like an- well, Josh, you're absolutely right with that synops- synopsis. It's a, it's a very simplistic uh, goal of a game. You know what this reminded Oof. me of? It reminded me of Mass Effect and No Man's Sky. I've never played either of those games. Kevin? I played Mass Effect 2, <laughs> and I didn't play No Man's Sky because I don't hate myself. So there, there's a there's a certain sequence of events in Mass Effect 2 that I believe took a lot of inspiration from a certain sequence of events in this game. Okay. Uh, this game is heavily regarded as the ultimate Star Trek fan game. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I looked at it as a fun exploration game to gather. If I really <laughs> wanted to play a game like that, I would just go play EVE. Sure. But that's this isn't Eve. This is Star I know, Control it's the too. Same thing, but a different view. The game the game features a lot of planets, abundant star systems, uh, space travel. As Josh, as you said, solving uh, the extraterrestrial life forms problems, diplomacy. Uh, you can find heavy duty star maps, star system maps for the game. 
which is very useful. Uh, there, there's actually a guide online to kind of help you through the game instead of just wandering aim aimlessly. So you can actually play a sort of story. Uh, that was my first issue because at, at first I went into the game without knowing what I was really getting into. It's just regarded as one of the better 3DO games. <laughs> one of the uh, seven. But once, once I looked up that guide, uh, then the game became a lot more clear of what I'm supposed to do, where I'm supposed to go. Uh, that was the main issue I had at the beginning. Uh, I, uh, yep. I went to Mercury, got some minerals, went to Earth, and I was like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. This is too much. Okay, well, that's fair. Then the game's yeah. not for you. Nope. Yeah. Uh, so you, I take it then you didn't go back to the moon to encounter the first real well, sorry, I didn't go to, uh, I didn't life go to form. Earth. I went to the fucking airship right next to me. He's like, you're late. You're supposed to be here every five years. It's been eight. Remember, our things are running low. And it's like, okay, it's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah so, I gave uh, this thing the good old college try but uh, oh, that's fair I mean there, there's a difference between the game's not for you than it's yeah. a bad game if you like these uh, kind of games where you actually go around and gather resources and trade with people and you know, I had diplomacy then yeah this game's for you but uh, the game is just too slow so one one i mean that's fair that's fair uh, a lot of people don't like that it's it's got this pseudo top down view for a lot of the resource gathering getting minerals uh you know nickel uh diamonds any, basically anything um one thing i really liked about it was if you piss people off so that first dude you came he's like you're late if you just constantly if you're constantly sassy and rude to him, he'll end up wanting to fight you in melee combat. Interesting. <laughs> and you do it. <laughs> Interesting. It's really funny. Um, the game encourages uh, like old Sierra games, frequent saving because of things like that with if you piss someone off the wrong way, say the wrong thing. Because there's one moment where you could go to a planet uh, you're in talks for to keep these two planets from going to war mm -hmm. with each other and you say the one wrong thing, you'll get shot dead there in the in the uh, in the um, uh, negotiation room, and then your game will be over because it's basically a one-hit kill kind yeah. of system. So you'll have to reload your save file. So multiple files backing backing up uh, is heavily encouraged. Another thing I found out the hard way. <laughs> Lit. <laughs> yeah. So on to the sex scene. Okay. Let's you ready do for this? I, th I think I, I think Traveler I know the scene, you, you, but I can't quite remember. It's it's pretty well well known for it because Mass Effect Two is pretty much right out of this game. Uh, you travel to a planet, and it's a planet with these like blue humanoid creatures and they're attractive they're regarded as an attractive race okay and there's only about only about five percent of the population are men so when you and your crew who are mostly men show up on this planet or the space station uh yeah it's a space station um the woman in charge sees you 
the main character, you're in charge of your group. She's like, hey, big boy, how you doing? And they have the, this funky conversation and uh, the no matter what, you're going to have to have sex with her. <laughs> but the funniest thing in, in the dialogue is, is you try to say no to her, right? right. And she goes, he, he goes, why don't you keep your hands to yourself? Uh, no hands, please keep off. And, and she goes, well, there are other things I can do to you without using my hands, such as this. And then kinky noises begin <laughs> or this more kinky noises. And that's, that's, that's how that goes down. So you bang the blue alien. Nice avatar, baby. <laughs> avatar, mass effect, you know, you take your pick. Never play. Like I said, I never play mass effect. So. Uh, word <laughs> the game got a, a ton of awards somehow what do you mean somehow I mean it's, it's, lame. it's a very <laughs> groundbreaking game for what you could do and, and the amount the sheer amount of dialogue well, I mean, in the game I guess but, uh, I don't know I guess I'm just looking at it too uh, objectively for my own sake it's simplistic gameplay with with uh a deep story element and a, uh, a vast world. Yeah. Plus I get to freaking harvest minerals all day. <laughs> I feel like I play in world of Warcraft. Geo- geologist in me likes it. Is there more in this game? Can we move? <laughs> Kevin, do you not like the game? Nope. Okay. <laughs> so those were, uh, those were our six games. What was uh so other other some other games with sex scenes? Uh, we've mentioned Mass Effect. There's a ton in no. Witcher Three. Heavy Rain has the really funny polygonal sex scene on the side of a bed. Are there any others that you guys can think of? Uh, there's the one in Gears of God of War. GTA San Andreas. Oh yeah, there's there's uh, there's the couple in God of War. Naturally, GTA San Andreas. GTA well, all the Five. GTA games oh. involve sex. GTA Vice way. City. Um. <laughs> Liberty City stories. <laughs> there was something... I don't fucking know. Honestly, this was the weirdest fucking theme. There was almost for. a sex scene in Until Dawn. Until Jessica got snatched by the Wendigo. Oh, no, that's right. That was no, really funny. <laughs> it, it, it was a sex scene, trust me. It works for me, at least. <laughs> oh, man. So what was your favorite and least favorite out of the list? GTA is number All one. Alright, very nice. And the least favorite is... Can I tie for both of your picks? <laughs> sure. <laughs> my yeah. least favorite is JD's picks. <laughs> um, <laughs> my favorite one was Conker's Bad Fur Day, but I'm not going to pick that one because I've played the shit out of that. I'm actually going to say X-Man because of how stupid it was. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I like X-Man because of how stupid funny it was, and I'm with Kevin saying both your picks were just hot dumpster fires. Of of picks. I'm oh, sorry, JD. They were just sorry, JD. they were boring. And games that got good reviews too when they came out. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, people can be wrong. It's yeah, fun. because it was a fucking yeah, well when they're not for you, they're Star not for Trek you. Game, sure. bunch of nerds. <laughs> Jeez. Alright. I don't wanna I don't wanna rush this along. My, my my favorite was Conquer's Bed for a day, my oh, least right. favorite was X Man, just because it had the least Fair amount enough. of gameplay. Word. Yeah. I, I don't want to rush this, but I do got to leave soon. Are we going to announce the next theme? Yeah. So closing yeah. thoughts. And what's the next theme, Kevin? The what next theme is games that got remastered, but fuck that shit. We're playing the originals. Yes. 
I like that one. Ooh, so I like that. So I pick. Uh, should I say it now? Can I pick? It so now? remastered originals? Yeah, yeah. tease. Yeah. So I'm I, like I'm gonna be rolling with Medieval and Crash Bandicoot. Can I can I say my picks? Because my, sure. my I'm gonna pick Final Fantasy VII and Ocarina of Time. How much time do you think we have, Josh? Play the game. We're not gonna do one for a while. Do <laughs> you have Christmas and New Year's rolling up? I'm not gonna lie. I, I I've played Final Fantasy VII. Exactly. So good. I know exactly. It's, I know and if you down. haven't played it, then for those people listening, if you want a good head up heads up, there's a whole playthrough on my channel. There you oh. go. Oh. I'll save my picks for uh, when oh. I think about them. Word. <laughs> and I hope you hate them. We, pro- I, <laughs> we I probably will. I can't wait to, to play Day of the Tentacle remastered and fucking Grim Fandango. Here I, we go. I already know, I already know uh. what you're going to pick and I already hate it. Oh boy. <laughs> Actually, I'm looking for, I'm looking forward to, to med- Medieval. I, I'm, I'm going to get my hands Same. on that again. Uh. See, 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 uh, see if my opinion is still the same. Word. My remember. closing thoughts, uh, JD, you picked the worst games this time, and uh, I'm sorry, buddy. Hey, that's, I thought it was a fun podcast. That's the whole opinion you picked. You picked the <laughs> fun theme. All right, guys. All right, so this was the Red Leaf Retrocast, episode 14, bad sex games. Bad, bad games with sex scenes, or scene. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And we'll see you in the next Woo-hoo! year. How about that? Play us out to that song you like. Uh-huh.